0: Boom, 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 boom. The Watchmen, Saturday night, 8.30 p.m. Here we go again. Yes. Bringing on the brothers, bringing on the sisters, whoever answers the call. Um, well, when I hit the invite, oh, I got to go to friends. And I'm still learning this thing. I'm still trying to figure this thing out, man. I'm still trying to figure it out. Uh, boom.
1: Uh, Jason,
2: brother Jason,
0: out in the streets of Atlanta today, running into all kinds of opposition, trying to spread the word, trying to spread the gospel hey hey
1: hey hey are we on
0: yes staring down the face of a tyrannical government (laughs) let's see uh, he said he just got home so I don't know if he's going to be able to jump right in and we will send uh, Big Travis I haven't heard anything from Big T in a while man I'm hoping he's okay. Hopefully, he'll join the uh, show tonight. Mm-mm, not since he got sick, and uh, see if he'll join the show.
1: I hope he's all right too.
0: Yeah, he kind of laid low since uh, since catching the old uh, vid. The uh, everlasting job
3: stopper.
0: The everlasting job stopper, and we'll go ahead and send Shane an invite. I hadn't heard from him in a while.
3: Hey, Gavin. Yeah. Two. Text Travis and check on him, please. Him? Yes, yes, please. I don't have his number. I'm calling.
0: That'll work too. And let's see. Get uh, get some people in here. Get some people. Borp, excuse me. All right. Well, Jason, it might just be me and you tonight. Let's see. Eric's in here. What's, what's going on I've with you? I've seen him on for
1: a second. The
0: communication station. So, uh, dude, the more I thought about what had happened at the park today, the more and more and more angry I got. <laughs> to where i almost got on there and started ranting like i did back in the day but i stopped i tried to keep it as cool and as uh calm as possible but there we go what's up brother joshua
4: brother what's Eric, up man
0: guys? uh So I'm going to go ahead and mute myself and turn it over to y'all. Y'all can tell us what happened today in the streets of Atlanta.
1: Go ahead, Brother Joshua.
5: Yeah, so it was uh, sounded a little bit like what happened uh, Jason was expecting. It sounds like Holy Spirit sort of showed him a little bit of that. It didn't go at all the way I was expecting. Um, still was a good day, you know, people still got blessed, people still got, uh, we saw some healing, I, I think we saw a little bit of deliverance on on one lady, I'll get into that here in a minute, but um, I expected to go down there, man, I was up early this morning, um, praying, I was on fire, I was, I was feeling like God was showing me, and I shared it on the text this morning, I was feeling like we were getting ready to go into battle, but God had already won the war. And it was just like, we're just going to march in and we're going to take this thing. Like he already had the victory. <laughs> That's what I was feeling. And all week long, and even especially this morning, like God has been downloading stuff to me. And I felt like I had a word today. Um, today was the first day where I went down there. Like I knew what I was going to talk about. And uh, I felt like I like I felt like I had a word for somebody and it was a word for the day, an appropriate word for the day. And it was timely and all of this. So (laughs) even while I was praying this morning on my walk, I felt like I was getting words of knowledge for a specific person out there. (laughs) Like I was writing stuff down before I left the house. And man, we got down to the city and had no power so we couldn't even hook up to preach and uh you know which was frustrating so we we had a last minute change of plans and ended up walking around and just uh kind of ministering to people and praying for folks and they um people started coming down to us immediately you know as they normally do when they see that we're passing out food and things um and they came down you know we got to we got to start praying for people right away which was good got us got us moving yeah what's up Uh,
0: so did you guys know when you got there that uh that the uh the power was off did you tell by the lack of of people that were in the park or was there any any obvious sign that there that the power had been shut off
5: well yeah the the only, the only uh, thing that i was saying yes about was that there was a clear very very obvious difference in the atmosphere um when we walked up i was like man there is a there's like a hush about the place there's like a lull going on and i was like i don't know if it's the day i don't know what's going on but i, I don't think any of us knew immediately that it was the power being cut off but there it was clearly um it was almost like a calm before the storm type feeling where it was like, it's, it's eerily quiet out here. What's going on. Um, but go ahead, Jason, jump on.
1: Yeah, it was the eerily, you know, the eerie quietness. And, you know, before we got down there, man, I just felt like the Lord was telling me that, you know, uh, you guys aren't going to preach today. And I was like, you know, at first I was like, man, is that, is that you Lord? You know, of course, we, you know, sometimes when we hear stuff, it's kind of like, you know, not miracle signs, wonders, explosion, kingdom, casting out devils, you know, he is that you, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> you know, is that you, Lord? You know, so, but I felt this check in my spirit that uh, I felt like the Lord said, we weren't going to be, we weren't, we weren't going to preach today. We we're just going to be handing out food, distributing food, food. But I really didn't, you know, I didn't vocalize that, you know, when we're riding down in the car. I just kind of tucked that away within my spirit and just kind of kept that there. And then when we got to the park, man, it was just like, normally that sidewalk is lined up with folks, you know, charging their phones and, you know, gathered around and stuff like that. Would would not hardly anybody on the sidewalk, which was kind of unusual, you know, uh, I th- think that's, you know, Why Joshua, you know, felt the the kind of the hush, you know, as well, you know, is just it just didn't it just seemed out of place for folks not to be lined up on the sidewalk. Then we got the sound equipment out, plugged it in, checked it, no power on any of the outlets, and then I just you know shot a you know walked across the park. And uh, walked right up to the police officers there in the middle and began to ask them, you know, hey, uh, why is the uh, power off here? And uh, he began to explain to me that uh, and they cut the power off to the park because the city of Atlanta is no longer going to pay for people to charge their phones in the park for free. And they don't want people gathering into the parts to chart or around the parts, and the perimeter of the park to congregate and charge their phones. So, now,
0: was was this exactly that like, verbatim? He said it's to keep people from charging their phones.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. Yep. To keep people from charging their phones, and the, the city of Atlanta is not going to provide free power any longer in that park from now on if we want to have access to power we must get a permit in order to use the power there in the park so uh which is really you know it was kind of disc- it was really discouraging man you know and i'm just kind of even a little more discouraged now because you know when i i feel like when we're able to get down there and preach man it's uh it's a heavy. It, your, it carries it. That, that breaker anointing. You know what I'm saying? When we're down there, and we're able to preach, we're able to decree and declare. Uh, there's such a. It's a. It's a heavier, like a breaker. Breaker anointing that comes, because you're able to really broadcast the the gospel. Uh, you know, on speaker. You know, and you know, I I preach probably for about five six minutes on the street you know long enough to run some folks off (laughs) in the sense of you know not you know talking about not living for yourself and you know being being full of your own ways you know and preach for about five or six minutes there on the street just as loud as I could man and uh just really really straining on the voice so uh after I shared a little bit Rabbi Rick shared a little bit we did get to pray for some folks. One guy got healed in his, he had a broken, fractured his elbow. Uh, he got, you know, got healed. All the pain left his elbow. We got to pray for some folks. I know Joshua's uh, kids got to got to minister to some, some guys that were walking up, needing food, got to pray for them. You know, and it was this kind of like, man, it was just like going back to what we're, I, were, I was doing down there before, investing in the sound equipment and taking the sound equipment on the streets you know that's kind of like what i did back in the day take food down hand out food offer prayer minister to people that you know in in that manner so um you know on one hand it was a little discouraging for me because um i feel there's so much power in proclamation and preaching the gospel and on the other hand you know we still we're able to demonstrate the kingdom just by being the hands and feet of Jesus and handing out food today. Uh, but it did, you know, it, it does irritate me that we're what we're dealing with right now, and I believe that we're going to see it more, um, more predominantly, is our freedom of speech being shut down, our ability to communicate, be vocal about the gospel. Um, I think we're going to begin to see it more and more and I think that this power thing, this this is just a prophetic sign from the Lord. You know, it's uh uh, uh that the Lord's just letting us know, hey, look that this is what's about to come, this is about what what's about to take place, you know. Um and just, you know, gear up, revision, and that's something I'm doing this week, man. I'm gonna be gearing up, revisioning, uh, and just really just seeking the Lord for you know, strategy, kingdom strategy this week on how to get set up without having to depend on anybody's power, you know what I'm saying, Amen. or anybody's, you know, any outlet of power that we can just set up somehow. And uh, I'm just be asking the Lord for strategy. I got a couple of couple of aces in my back pocket, glory to God, ready to sit down at the poker game and slap them bad boys out. But, uh, you know. Um, I think, I think it's just time, man, you know, some procrastination has been taking place as far as, um, getting set up the way I feel like the Lord's given me vision to get set up. And I think it's just time just to kind of cast the bread on the water, man, and just make it happen.
0: Well, I thought it was quite fitting that on the anniversary of one of the biggest, and I'm probably going to lose a lot of people here. But uh, I really don't care because it's the truth false flag events in American history that caused thousands of lies from an overstretching uh, tyrannical government that a citywide tyrannical government is shutting down the power to some of the most forgotten people that there are one of the few things that these people have left are their phones.
5: Yeah, and how much money does it cost to charge their phones? Like that's a, such a lame excuse. Go ahead, Josh. I was just agreeing with you and I was just interjecting, I wasn't trying to interrupt, but I was saying that, it, it, going along with what you were saying, like how much money does it actually cost for them to charge their phones? And if that's their excuse, we're, we're not gonna pay for people to charge their phones for free anymore. Please, yeah, how ridiculous. much money does that cost?
0: That's ridiculous. You know, uh, and it, it, again, it's just an overstretch of of a tyrannical of a tyrannical system. That Well, and it, yes, again, and the election's coming up. And Keisha, oh, what you got, girl? Ain't no bottoms. Knows that that her days are numbered. And with a move <laughs> like that, yeah, sorry, uh, with a move like that somebody with that evil of a demeanor shouldn't be in a position of power. Like, not only do these people, I I, I don't know, man. It's got me so fired up, man, that instead of, and I said it earlier on on a little Facebook post, instead of, of trying to rehabilitate the homeless and trying to educate the homeless, we're going to take the one thing that they, they have one material thing they have left instead of doing that why don't they go down with saplings and trial shovels and maybe some some fall seeds and and teach them to plant a garden so that the food that springs up from it can feed them
5: amen
0: you know plant some saplings so that in 2 years we're in the we're in the peach state we're in it we're in Georgia plant some peach trees all through that park. So when the time comes that these people have peaches to eat or they have apple trees or anything other than, well, we'll just we'll just kick you harder in the balls and we'll take the power away from you so that you can't charge your phones and do whatever. And I, and I will admit, there's probably some, some very sinful things that happen on those phones. But hey, that's why we're there preaching the message. That's why we're there sharing the gospel. Uh, I'm going to let your wife speak there. Josh, we want to see what she's got to say. Yvonne.
6: Oh,
0: well, I messed it up. I'm boomering, dude. I'm boomering.
7: I had to leave this message because when we got there and I saw the quietness, like I felt it. And I'm like, God, what are you about to do? Like I feel something is coming. And I just didn't expect that. And this gets me so excited because...
6: God is going to do way more and you guys need to be spetting. Spet because that's when when we don't know what to do, that's when he shows up. And That's right. A bunch of stuff happened today and I was so excited and Jason, you have paved the way for us. Like you did it. And God just threw us out out there today to me and Josh and like casting out demons and that was amazing god show up right there and and you need to know that and it is okay to just watch sometime and see what you had done and what god has done
0: that's good yvonne you know that that really it, we could look at it as as uh the city trying to take a blessing away from us but yeah. like she just said you know that gave you reflection time to set back just like when you know you, you had your hernia Mixed up and you had the couple of weeks off where you got time to to reflect and teach in a different manner. Uh, maybe it was just some downtime to so that you could see the fruit that you were producing or that you have produced, see it come to fruition. Even though it wasn't harvesting souls, you still got to sit back and watch the people who have come along and to, to disciple under you and see them see them moving. All right, we got a new. Uh, person here annabelle michelle nahira i believe let's see what she's got
8: first of all i just want to say thank you to all four of you gentlemen for being bold and speaking openly about jesus christ and about god's love and what needs to be done Uh, I think the reason that we are in the situation that we are in in this world is because Christians are falling off. They're not doing their due diligence. They're not doing their job. They're keeping their little Christianity safe and keeping it to themselves. When God said that we are supposed to make disciples out of the nation, we are supposed to preach the gospel to the outermost parts of the earth. I commend you, gentlemen, for what you're doing. And I pray that God continues to bless you and elevate you and that you continue to win win souls. Yes, baby. And shed light. In the darkness in this world. God bless you, gentlemen. Oh, Annabelle, we thank you so much. Amen. Anytime you.
0: you want to jump on the show and be a, uh, a host in the show, just send us a message. This is a completely interactive um, uh, web show. It is Kingdom Ready. And we, I'm going to stop here. Father, I thank you. I thank you for these words. I thank you for your understanding. I thank you for your word that you have given us, Father, that I yes, thank Lord. you that we can get... Get out there and boldly proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to all those who have an ear to hear, Father, that you give us the authority to cast out demons and to heal and do the greater works that Jesus did since he has gone to you, our Father. I love you and I thank you. I bless this show tonight. Let it reach new ears. Let it be heard by those who need to hear it. Let us be a beacon of light in this dark world so that we can call forth these lost souls, so that we can penetrate their hardened hearts with your word, Father. The scales of deceit melt from their eyes. They see the errors of their way and they know that they need to repent and they learn what true repentance is and they change their life. They walk away from the wicked flesh that has ruled them and is ruling them right now and they turn to your glory and your love. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. I'm gonna go ahead and hand it right back over to Pastor Jason. Take it away, brother. Looks like Looks we've lost like Jason. Yeah, go ahead, Josh. What
5: you got, brother? No, I was just seeing he's reconnecting right now. But um, the it what Yvonne just said um was an excellent point, and I think that sometimes we do need to reflect and think about and and just change our perspective where we might see you know, some spokes, uh, a stick getting put in the spokes, you know, of our plan for the day. But on the other hand, there were a few people out there that we got to minister to that might not have received the preaching. They might not have come down. A few of the folks that we got to pray for, man, I don't think they would have come down for some preaching. Uh, There was one guy who we got to pray for who was way off to the side, like just doing his own thing, sitting there minding his own business. And he wasn't going up for free food. He wasn't going up for people handing out things. And we got to sit down and talk with him for a minute and pray over him, administer healing over him. Um, he was telling us about, so there were, there were quite a few things. He said he was HIV positive. Um, He had some issues going on with his right ear. He said he had some pain in his right ear and it was muffled like he couldn't hear very well. Um, So we got to we got to minister healing to him. He said that the pain left his ear. Um, We prayed for him like three times. He said um, that the it sounded like it opened up a little bit where he could hear a little bit better. But the biggest thing was he said the pain left his ear. Um, Obviously, we can't see anything going on with him, him saying that he was HIV positive, that's something that we pray for. And we speak healing, we speak life. And then we I would just believe that,
0: that next time he has an exam, they will find none of that virus left in his body. And Jesus, a- name. amen,
5: amen. And that's what we were believing for. And that's what we spoke to him. That's what we preached to him. Um, while we were praying, you know, I felt like I was getting some words of knowledge that I spoke into his life. Yvonne felt like she was getting a word of knowledge about his heart. And so we, we spoke healing over his heart, um, wholeness over his heart, but you can tell when you're praying for somebody that when the Holy spirit's moving, or if you're just saying a good prayer and, and God was doing some healing in this man while we were praying. I mean, you, when somebody starts crying, like, you know, God's doing something in them. And so for this guy, I don't even know that he, yeah, I don't even know that he was homeless. He was telling us he lived up in Norcross and he was telling us some of the issues going on in his life or whatever, but it almost sounded like he just came down to the city to hang out. Cause he didn't know anybody and didn't have anywhere to go. That's the way he made it sound. Um, but he didn't, you know, he, he was wearing some fairly nice clothes. He had his bag. He was sitting over there by where the bus is. Um, he, he did not appear to be somebody homeless. And so us passing out food and preaching might not have that might not have reached this man. Yeah. But,
0: Amen. And, you know, it could have been, a. am not going to say it could have been, it was a divine appointment for him. And yep. like you're saying, you know, in times like this, when, when we could have looked at it as being, and I was for after Jason told me, you know, cause I was, I was up in Kentucky, so I didn't get to join you guys today. And I, you know, I, at, at heart, I was there, but, um, when Jason told me, well, actually he didn't tell me, I, I turned it on to start watching you guys on, on Facebook live. And I'm like, why are, why are they not mic'd up? And I mean, within a second, I didn't even think I just started calling Jason. I knew he was on the live. I was watching him use his phone, but instead I'm like, well, here, let me interrupt what he's doing right now and find out what's going on. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Time I didn't, I didn't think about it. I just did it. You know? Uh, And he's like, yeah, there's no power. And he told me, you know, the the police said they've cut it to keep the homeless from charging. Dude, after that, one, I was sitting in traffic for two hours. So I got to stew pretty good on it. And I was like, dude, this is absolutely insane. Like, but the more I think about it now and really with what Yvonne said, like, it was a time of reflection. And with what you said, you know, that guy would have never came down. That gave us or gave you guys. Um, the reason to go out and do it the old school way that G- Jason used to do it, to go out and, and, you know, walk up to an individual instead of having them walk to walk to us. Cause you know, a lot of the times being, being that amplified scares them away, you know, because it's going to bring light onto them. So, you know, just most people's natural reaction, they don't like the light shining on them. You know, the light, when it shines on you, it shows your blemishes, but, uh, the more i'm looking at it now the more i'm like man to hear the testimonies that you're sharing now it was something that that needed to be done we needed to be slowed down just a little bit all right J- uh, brother jason go ahead
1: yeah you know I, the way i look at preaching on the mic is like preaching on the mic is casting a net uh hand walking around and handing out food individually is like casting a lure either way we're going to catch yeah, fish good. you know um there's one place, actually, after we left today, I mean, Rabbi Rick rode around Atlanta and just kind of scouted out some areas, man. We found this one uh, walkway. It's called the Beltline, and it runs. It's the old trains, train tracks in the middle of Atlanta, and what they did is that they converted the train tracks into a huge long walkway that goes it's 30 miles long goes all the way around around atlanta and i was like man what a great place to hook up with brother joel crumpton and drag the cross man or just make a cross that's (laughs) awesome and walk the belt line and Minister to people, you know, I mean, because when I used to go down to Atlanta, man, that's what we did. We walked three or four miles. We walked around everywhere downtown Atlanta and we ministered to people. I also noticed this, that not only was Woodrow Park closed down, but there were other parks as well. Um, On the other side of Atlanta, there's one particular park that's over close to Martin Luther King. And you'll remember, James, when we parked on the s- side of the street there and the big Cisco truck, delivery truck, kind of blocked us in there.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember part.
1: that. Well, that part was closed down as well, too. The police were there. They had that part blocked off. Um, so, you know, it could have been that was just a 9-11 thing today. I I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, an overreaching,
0: tyrannical mm-hmm. government that wants yep. to put the people – who are yep. the lowest of low under their thumb even more I got it yeah I understand yeah yep. exactly so, what it was and that's what really got me is yeah. you know, we can Absolutely. go good I'd like to stay kingdom but I, I just right now with these times that we're in and with what happened with Joe well, Biden on Thursday
1: yeah we we got to stay we we are staying kingdom but we're yes. not ignorant of Satan's devices yes. as well. Well, God's looking for a generation of radical, fire-breathing ministers that have a daggum backbone about them that are not passive, pussyfoot preachers, but they'll stand amen. up and they'll preach the gospel I'm with all... urgency and with fire. Amen? Well, like that's I was what saying we need earlier, in this hour.
0: Jesus had to deal with a tyrannical government. The Roman Empire is the same thing, and it is the same thing that is running our society today, but it's been hidden through the Roman Catholic Church and Freemasonry, but it is exactly the same thing, and this empire is going to fall by the hands of us Christians. We are going to take them down just as Jesus made them curl their tails and hide in a Roman Catholic Church until they bastardized Christianity in the third century with Constantine, who took all of his pagan beliefs and put them over uh, with a Christian jacket on it, a a Jesus jacket, as I like to call it. And now we have this confused religion of, like you said, Jason, Christians with no backbones, who aren't flipping tables, who aren't aren't forming a scourge and cracking whips on the back of the wicked. And I just want to Try to chill out for a minute. I'm going to pass the mic over to brother Eric. He's been sitting silently for a little bit. Let's get Eric in here and see what he's got to say.
4: James fired up.
2: (laughs) Yeah, sorry.
9: Uh, What do I have to say? So that's that's a a way that we can actually bring people to us specifically. So obviously you guys will think of bringing like a generator or something if we need power. If we bring like power strips or something just long strips you can line them up i don't know on the sidewalk or something and people will come you know knowing that we have a source of power if they're looking for power talking about that's good eric so line up just some some charging stations for people and say hey you can come charge your phones charge whatever you want you know we'll provide power that's just what i was thinking
5: Hey, did you guys get the pictures? I sent like three pictures to the group just a second ago. Are you able to look at those, Jason? I don't know if you're, Jason, if you're able to look at them right now. um, And if you're able to tell if that is similar to what you were talking about. Because I have, yeah, so um, I have two of these um, inverters. It says 2,000 watt slash 4,000 watt power inverter um both of them are in excellent condition and they came with this honey i shrunk the kids rick moranis mad scientist house that we bought um because the guy was doing all of his own solar panels and everything um and when he passed on he left a couple random little toys like this and i had to disassemble all of his stuff because some of those solar panels looked like gigantic billboard on top of my house and i had to take it off because it looked ridiculous and they didn't work but (laughs) these inverters i don't think anything's wrong with them and so if that looks like something that you could use um like i said i tried to send you pictures of everything that's on there i got two of these things
1: yeah man that i believe that's what we're we're needing right there uh well, they're it's yours. Up. Absolutely. We just all we gotta do is just throw them in the trunk of the car and run a run a wire to the battery and let's leave the car running while we hook the sound system up and preach.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, like I awesome. said, I got two of these and so that, that saves um that Solves saves some money on <laughs> on stuff right there. But Eric, I think that's a great idea, man. To hook that is some a great additional... idea, Eric. Yeah, it's like, listen, you guys are, they took your power away. If that ends up being something that's more permanent, where it wasn't just a today thing, which it doesn't make a lot of sense why it would only be a one day thing. Um, yeah. It, You know, it seems like it's probably um, a fairly permanent, uh, a fairly permanent thing that they're doing. But if it if it does turn out to be that, yeah, man, like, hey, you guys come charge your phones and um, you can sit there and that's listen a to us preach while you do that. But, um... And that
0: is why I love Brother Eric, always setting back using that big, big brain of his. I love it. <laughs> it's so, so good. Well, we have a new host on the show, Annabelle. We are glad you are here. Uh, we thank you for listening, and we hope that you come around and tell your friends about The Watchmen. We are here every Saturday night at 830. Uh, we keep it... Uh, as fresh as we can, we we try to keep going and, and stay in the kingdom and, and talk about the great things that Jesus has done in our lives. And I want to turn the mic over to you for a little bit, sister. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us about you and uh, and just let it flow. Let the Holy Ghost flow.
8: Amen, amen. Thank you, gentlemen, for giving me the the opportunity for gracing me to be able to come into your uh, platform. Uh, I I am very honored that you guys are doing what you're doing. You know, I honestly, myself, I, um, if I could just share a brief snippet of my testimony, I wasn't raised in a Christian household. My mom was Catholic, but you know, just listening to you guys talk, the one scripture that popped up to me was how people are pharisaic in nature, how they do, they have a form of godliness, but they're not operating in the power of God. And that was how I was raised. My mother was a Catholic. And we went to church on like a holiday or two, but there was no power. There was no prayer. There was no Bible. I went through a literal hell being possessed, having to learn about deliverance, having to do deliverance on myself and being able to do it on others. Christ came into my life. I'm 36. Christ came into my life when I was 27 and I have been on fire for the Lord. And I have gotten myself under a very prophetic ministry and I'm trying to just Push the the Christ agenda. Um, you know, I was just listening to what you guys were saying about this tyrannical system, and and it's so head on, and it's so it's so spot on because so many people are walking around completely debilitated. They're living in fear. You know, there's this whole vaccine and the whole the sickness, and you know, it, it really hurts my heart because people are allowing the media which is controlled by elitists to pump this information that's false into their brain and they're not addressing the real issues and that's right keep preaching spiritual battle it's all a spiritual battle and it really upsets me because it's like you guys want to give worldly solutions how can you give worldly solutions to a spiritual problem we don't fight flesh and blood mm-hmm. We and powers And it really just upsets me so much. And I want to be like John, be the voice in the wilderness that leads the way to Jesus, paving the way for people to fall into a relationship and in love with him. I myself fell into deep condemnation because I was told, if you don't follow the Ten Commandments, if you don't obey, then you're going to get cursed and you're going to go to hell. And it pushed me away from God a few years after that god showed me no 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 this is a grace walk this is a love walk god is not a god of religion man instituted religion as a form of control god designed and created relationship and until we get back to the root of what we were created to do which is walk in unity with god with his spirit walking in love with him sharing the gospel with others bringing people into the kingdom through love casting out demons healing the sick raising the dead people are thinking that those things are just Come in the on. bible but jesus said himself greater work shall you do because i go to the father and if the holy spirit is in you then these works accompany those who follow me these signs will accompany those they will lay their hands on the sick they will cast out devils they will speak in new tongues they will heal the sick and raise the dead people are walking around completely powerless they wear the name of christianity like yeah. it's a chain on their neck. And it really upsets me because in my mind, I understand that I have to give grace, but it really just makes me angry. And I'm and in my mind, I'm thinking, how dare you disrespect my father by claiming his name but denying his power?
0: Amen. Right. And about Sorry, I just want to say thank quick. you
8: guys for what you're doing because it matters that people know the truth. Thank you guys for being bold. Thank you for being that voice in the wilderness. Thank you for loving on God. Thank you for, Thank you for standing out. Thank you for
6: showing
8: people what really needs to be experienced here. Thank you, gentlemen, so much. Annabelle, you are in Man. the my right company, sister. And I've got Damn, you took
4: the words out of my mouth.
0: All over me. I am so honored. You don't need, I know that you can hold the honor of being with us, but we are honored to have you with us right now, Sister That. Yes, sir. you brought the fire, Sister, and it is burning bright in you. I feel it. I hear it in your voice. And I know now that that God sent you here to be part of the Watchman. We are bringing you in anytime you want to come on here and spread the gospel, girl. You've got it. You've got
8: this platform. We're it is, is an honor to- and is a privilege, and I honor all of you. God says to give honor where it is due, and I Thank honor you, gentlemen, for what you are doing. Praise yes, God. Yes, we
0: edify. We, we edify. That's what we are here to do. We're here to, to position our posts on the wall. We have been called as a watchman of the wall, so that's what we do. We are going to sound this trumpet because the sword is on the coast. Jesus said he did not come here to make peace for the world. He came here to be the sword. And we are standing that here division. Come on now, we are standing here today with our trumpets blaring because it is not going to be the blood of them on our hands. It is going to be because they took our 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 warning and they scoffed it and they mocked it. And it's not going to be us. We are going to save the souls that are going to have the ear to hear. But those who turn away from us, who want to live in inequity, who want to live in sin, that blood is going to be on their hands because we have been commissioned to, to sound the trumpets when the sword is on the coast. And that's what we're doing. And sister, I am proud to call you my sister. And I am so honored that you were here with us. I'm going to jump off here and let somebody else rant for a little bit longer.
4: Well, I'll ramp
1: up just for a second. Praise the Lord.
4: Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Y'all are on fire
2: tonight.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. I know that Uh, just from today, man, all it does is, is like when I pulled up in the driveway when I got home tonight, I just felt the Lord saying, are you going to push? Or are you going to settle? And I'm like, Lord, I'm going to push. I'm going to push. And so... That's what we're going to do, man. We're going to keep pushing and we're going to keep being aggressive. The kingdom of heaven suffers violent, the violence taken by force. We're going to keep advancing, keep pushing and keep going after the harvest, man, because I know that the, the darker this world gets, the more they're going to try to shut us down when it comes to the gospel, man. You know, we get, just like, uh, you know, Sean Foyt is up in Washington, D.C. tonight, man, and uh, they're in D.C. tonight. They're in D.C. tomorrow. Uh, let's remember those guys in prayer, uh, you know, um, tomorrow is you know, that, that the Lord would just use, uh, use him tomorrow in D.C., man, as they're on the Washington Mall and uh, that we just see breakthrough in our nation, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm excited, man, just to push through and keep pushing. You know, like I said, man, I felt discouraged a little bit, you know, from today. Thankful for Yvonne. Thank you for speaking. Uh, what you spoke it really touched my heart. Really encouraged me at the same time. And uh, yeah, I don't take that lightly. What I do, what I do is, I pull back. I think I take a salah moment, pause, think, meditate, and uh, I just look for strategy. Amen. And that's what we got to do. Uh, look for strategy. I will say this, that we are going to do some outreaches soon, and we are not going to announce them publicly. Um, uh, we want, I will announce them through text, but we will not announce them publicly. And the reason why we're not going to announce them publicly surprise is because attack. we're not going to let the enemy know that we're coming. It's going to be a surprise attack. Yeah. Yeah. There,
3: was a, there was a story by curry blake and he was talking about when he hi guys i love you guys first of all hey love you Dana. Uh, just, hey buddy i love you but um curry blake went with someone to texas or, or he's from texas and he went with someone over to the middle east and when he got there um they the church that they got to they wanted him to come to this woman's house to pray for her and when they got there the past the the man that curry blake was with had to go around to the back for some reason and the woman answered the door and she goes hey y'all come on in here to curry blake and he was like man that was the per- a perfect texas accent you know and so he gets in there and i don't remember exactly the details but basically pretty much it wasn't the woman talking she not only did she not say y'all and speak in texan Accent, but she didn't even know English. It was a spirit that knew from the announcements that Curry Blake was coming there,
2: and yeah. the
3: spirit possessed this woman to basically—I I think she attacked him or something. Anyways, what wound up happening? Did, yeah. yeah, I think she attacked him. And what wound up happening is he laid hands on her, and said, "Come out of her in Jesus' name," and she, when it came out of her, she collapsed to the floor. And he looked up and saw the man that was there with him, just standing there looking like, what is going on? You know, and he came over and he picked the woman up and she start, he starts translating. That's what it was. It was a translator. Mm -hmm. He starts translating for him and he's like, no, 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 no. She knows English. She just spoke in the most perfect Texas accent (laughs) I've ever heard. And what it was is that the enemy heard his plans they knew what they were about, and he sent out spirits on, you know,
7: to, in, to in break advance. this down in yeah. advance.
3: And so, it, there's a um, you can go onto YouTube and look up. It's called SWAT S W A T, and it's by John G. Lake Ministries, Curry Blake, and it stands for Spiritual Warfare Apostolic Training. And then back in the day, it was Spiritual Warfare Apostolic Technician but they've they've they had two separate ones but now they've combined them into one and it's kind of like what the dht is for healing this is for spiritual warfare and it is amazing and that's where we learn like to uh, some of stuff. the ministry and yeah. stuff that we do not to always announce it
1: right melissa yeah, also too man that he uh did a meeting in florida and it was just like a spontaneous thing. And they went down there and there were all kinds of miracles popping left and right, just breakthrough manifesting left and right. And then uh, the guy asked him, said, hey, will you come back? And he said, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we'll come back. And so they announced it Three six months, six six months, months in advance, bet. Curry. Had, they announced where they were going to be at. And Curry got gets there again. And it was just like swimming in mud, he said no breakthrough, no miracles, nothing. And, and Curry said, Lord, I don't understand. You know, why is it the first time we came here, there's miracles popping left and right. But now that we come, you know, there's nothing taking place. And the Lord said, well, the devil knew you were coming. He had six months to plan for you to get here. Right. And so wow. I, I I took that. I heard that the other day, I heard him talking about that and I was like, you know what, man, what if we just spontaneously, do some outreach sometime and we don't plan it. I don't announce it on Facebook because I'm telling you, you know, I'm, I'm under, you know, I believe firmly that, well, there's witches watching us, you know, they're, they're, you know, just as the, the, yes. the Lord has angels watching us. And I believe that there's, there's watcher spirits on the dark side as far as, you know, uh, the demonic spirits, witches, <laughs> warlocks, everything else, man. They're, 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 uh, you know, they're, uh, they're watching our pages, man. And, and they're countering against what the Lord wants to do. So, and
3: what it is, um, is they're disciples for the enemy, the same way that we fast and we pray and we have corporate prayer and we do the things that we do to break through the darkness, to bring heaven, to bring, um, breakthrough. They're doing the same thing against us. We had three witches, we encountered three witches within 24 hours. One showed up at our house unannounced. One showed up at our house invited because we didn't know that she was operating in that. And the other one was in Canada and messaged me and said, "Hey, I need to know that I thought it was a sister in the kingdom." And she says, "Hey, I need to know the secrets to your marriage." And it wasn't until I said, it just didn't sit right. And the Holy spirit like quickened me that something was not right. And I asked her if I could call her and it was a lady on Facebook and I called and I wound up speaking to her over the phone. it was these spirits speaking through her to me and I cast them out of her over the phone and she didn't even know. <laughs> so fun. And she didn't even know, um, really what was going on until afterwards she's filled with Holy Ghost and has ministry and everything now she's awesome but three witches within 24 hours that that were sent to us that's not a coincidence you know and so they do. They do that. And there's no doubt in my mind, the same way they come to Christ Fellowship, there's no doubt in my mind that watching, your man. outreach ministry hat you know, definitely they're, they're has watching, a,
1: man. They're plotting. They're yeah. plotting. Just as just as much as, as as we are fasting and praying and believing for heaven to move, they're fasting and praying and believing for hell to keep people in captivity. And so come on uh, we're definitely over. gonna be planning some outreaches soon that's unannounced, man. And so I, I just think wanna, that throw that, so- that out there.
0: The way we need to do it is, if you are going to plan an outreach, Jason, is do a one-minute video of just speaking in tongues. And then us that know, we'll know what that means. And then we'll prepare and, and go about, we won't even say anything else to anybody else. Lauren. We just post that. And we, who knows knows, and who doesn't know, well... <laughs> Well, you don't know and then that way it's not intercepted by the enemy go ahead
5: josh yeah well when um, when dan was sharing that story it reminded me of the lady that was down there in the park today that yvonne and i were uh casting those demons out of and i think that something left her but this woman was so demonized um that it was going to take a whole lot more than what we were able to do there in the park and it was honestly it was more it was more than what I've experienced before with the things that she was involved in um, and the things that these demons were speaking out of her. Um, I mean, some serious, some serious witchcraft and um, like demonic ritual type stuff. And the demons were talking about how they were from India. It was there, there was some sort of, Uh, the best way I can describe it is there was some sort of sexual demon in her. And I don't know if it was like an incubus or a succubus, or if it was a spirit of perversion or a spirit of rape or something, but as it was speaking out of her at one point, it told us that it saw us. It was like, I saw you guys. I saw you before you came and when she was when dana was saying that just a minute ago it reminded me that this lady said that because there was there were quite a few things that this woman or the the demons that were in her spoke to us today that some of it was hard to follow because it it was almost uh, it was almost like she was like schizophrenic so she was going back and forth between her talking and the demons talking and then it was like the the demon would say She's she's telling the truth. She's telling the truth right now. Oh, and it was like it was surprised and trying to stop it like, oh, she's telling the truth right there. It was it was really back and forth talking super fast and um, and things like that. But uh, I mean, it was it was a really intense and powerful time, especially just looking into this lady's eyes and then watching the demon register it and the fear that registered on her face. It was the demon's face. Um, but simply, simply by seeing Jesus in us, I mean, I saw that happen multiple times, but the, I didn't even, well, it was, it was pretty wild. Like Yvonne was laying hands on her and praying for, and the woman looked over at me and all I was doing was looking in her eyes and her, her eyes got really big and fear came across her face and she started like crawling backwards on the ground and uh, either way, um, the the part about her saying i saw you guys before you came didn't even register that much while we were there until dana said that just a second ago um so i think that there's a lot to that you know and yvonne i've shared this with you guys before yvonne has told me like stop -stop sharing everything everything that god shows you isn't for isn't for the world And I think it goes along the same lines with this, um, but being more strategic in what we're doing. So I think that's really wise. And it's something that, um, that all of us can implement.
3: I just wanted to add, um, and it very well could have been a spirit that came into her specifically to come into her to, to combat you that, you know, was assigned to you just like this, the story with the Curry Blake thing um, and the which in Canada absolutely could be that Um, from my experience, I would suggest always anytime somebody, a spirit speaks through somebody like that to try to tell you that they know something about you or that they saw something about you or whatever. In my experience, a lot of times it is a lying and seducing spirit. Um, They all lie. We know that. But um, a lot of times, In my experience with deliverance, when we've addressed a lying and seducing spirit and told it that it could not talk anymore, that no longer, they would no longer be able to talk about us. They would no longer be able to say what they were saying because now they're not allowed to talk because they're not allowed to lie. A lot of times what they're doing is they're telling you lies they don't know really, you know, and they're telling lies about you to try to get you to start communicating with them because there is a line that you can cross in deliverance where, And I'm not talking about the deliverance ministers that are saying, what's your name? Who are you? How long have you been here? You have to go. I'm not talking about that by no means. I'm not throwing off on them and I'm not talking about that, but there is some people, there is a line that you can cross while doing deliverance where if you go from the space of there to get that person set free and there as an ambassador of Jesus Christ to do what you've been commanded to do, um, and to get that person free and you move over in and I'm not saying that you did this either but some people move over into a place of where they're fascinated and they want to talk and they want to hear what this demon who is just a liar has to say like you can move over into some areas where you you lose ground you know and so for me anytime that a spirit speaks out and wants to talk to me that's the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to address it as a lying and seducing spirit to shut its mouth that it cannot speak and that way we know that that part is taken care of and that's out of the way and then you can move forward and then you'll know if that's what it was for sure or not I hope that made sense and it sounds like Yvonne's telling you good good stuff because sometimes God does give us stuff that's meant for us and it it's usually always meant to be used for somebody else, but sometimes we got to sit on it for a while. But I hope that made sense.
8: Amen. If I could jump in and and just comment real quickly, I think what you said was such an interesting and and, and such a true point and a fact. Um, When I started doing deliverance, I was always taught you never engage with the spirit only to reveal its nature you have the right to reveal, uh, to command it, to tell you its name or how long it's been in a person, but don't get into a conversation with that spirit because it's no longer that person. When you're doing deliverance, you're dealing with the spirit. And, and I really think that's a good point that you make. And I'm very uh, glad actually that you touched on that because I think in deliverance, so many people, um, I don't think anybody here struggles with it, but some of my close relatives, my family in Christ, They shy away from deliverance because they can't differentiate because their discernment is not on key. They can't differentiate between the person and the spirit, especially with a person who seems to be schizophrenic, which actually comes from a spirit of double mindedness. So I'm really grateful that you guys are talking about this. And I'm so grateful that I jumped on. God is so good.
3: That's awesome. Um. Yeah, I know a lot of people that steer clear of it too. Um, There, I know there's some teaching from Fred Hammonds where he, and and I, I tend to believe this too. I think Frank Frank Hammonds. Who did I say? (laughs) Fred Hammonds. Fred Fred Hammonds. Who that? That's the worship. Who who was? Oh, (laughs) y'all just ignore me. Um, what's his name again?
1: (laughs) Frank Hammonds.
3: No, that's the worst. Yeah. Whatever the guy, Joanna's uh spiritual dad, the guy that wrote pigs in the parlor there. Frank there it Hammond. is. Thank you. Uh, Frank. Frank, and IMA Frank. Hammond. Yes, yes. Thank you. Frank Hammond. Okay. He has a, he had a really um, amazing revelation that the Lord gave him talking about schizophrenia and he's not talking about the, like what we refer to as schizophrenia, but what he's talking about is where there's always two dominant, at least two dominant spirits when you're dealing with someone But I mean, you know, really, if you think about it, when you're dealing with someone who's demonized, it's almost, you're almost always dealing with a schizophrenic case because there's, they have their own personalities and there's so many different ones, Um, you know, so that's, that's definitely one thing to to look at. And a lot of times, you know, when we sit down with someone, you know, they may... They may not manifest for a while. You know, it might, it may be a a minute, a hot minute before anything comes forward. And a lot of people that I know that are believers, they're not, they're not as patient as the enemy. And so they wouldn't sit and they wouldn't wait as long as it would take. Um, You know, if somebody comes to you and they say, okay, I'm, let's say there, somebody comes to me and says, I'm struggling with homosexuality. And I say, okay, well, we know, you know, that there's a spirit there and we're going to cast it out. And two hours into telling the spirit to leave, absolutely nothing is being felt. Nothing's being said. A lot of people would just give up and move on. But if you be persistent and you continue going eventually, it's, it is it is going to manifest. But a lot of people will give up on it. Um, and then I also think that a lot of people will move into to doing a deliverance where maybe they are not actually operating in the power of the Holy Ghost for whatever reason and They don't see the manifestation that has to happen. And no matter how long that they would sit there, they wouldn't see it because they're not operating in the full power of the Holy Ghost. Um, I've seen that happen as well. And then I've seen, you know, people where they can walk up to, they enter a room and everybody with the devil runs to them the way they did to Jesus because they operate in so much power, you know? so but well i love you guys thank you for letting me have a, a few minutes on here as usual i hope everybody has a good night i'm going to give it back to jason and i'm going to read my book by pastor todd smith for caneo love you guys
0: love you sister thank you for sharing
5: and
4: that's, that's why i'm as always then
5: Yeah, fire as always man and that's that's exactly what she said right before she got off as far as like how much time people are willing to spend um it i I have i have experienced some when when demons have left me where it was something really quick and it was pretty much just a word being spoken and the things left me and other times where it took a little bit longer and Yvonne had to, she had to push and she had to, you know, really, really get those things stirred up before they started manifesting and speaking back to her and then eventually her casting them out. And then there's been times where she and I have been ministering to somebody and it exactly what Dana said a minute ago, it took quite a while. You know, there were, there were two cases, one, you know, one where uh, a girl came over to our house and. And it was like, it was like, we'd make a little bit of headway and then we'd hit a lull and then we'd get a little bit further and then we'd have to fall back. And, and what I noticed was every time we'd fall back and we'd kind of regroup a little bit, this, and this was, this was the grace of God. This was him showing us, you know, how to do it, but Every time we would fall back, we would start relying on the Holy spirit even more. And we'd start pressing into him instead of pressing into the person, instead of pressing into the, instead of pressing into the demons that we knew were still there, we started pressing into the Holy ghost. Like God, we know we, we, we have seen something leave. We've seen something manifest. We've seen something leave. We've seen a little bit of breakthrough, a little bit of freedom, but we know it's not all done you need to show us. And we would watch the gears almost naturally change into something different, where instead of being so forceful and commanding, it turned into more of a worship and prayer and more of um, speaking life over this person. And then the more breakthrough came. And so it really is, it's relying on the Holy Spirit for each Situation, you know the times where, like I said, the times where stuff was cast out of me. The first two times, it was just me listening to Derek Prince tapes on YouTube, and Derek Prince went through his little thing, and he was like calling names and saying, "All right, spirit of anger, go," you know, and boom, I released these demons that that were in me, things I didn't even know was there. And then the ones where you know where Yvonne was pushing, she's sitting there looking in my face, pointing pointing a finger at me like. I know you're in there. What's your, what's your name? And I'm, my jaws clenched and all of this. And I start manifesting and banging my head against the wall and eventually start speaking to her. And, and the thing, you know, she cast the thing out, but even, you know, even today after we left the park today, we, we went and ministered to somebody else. Um, Man, we didn't get home till just before this call started. Um, So it was a long day and we were we were at this dude's house for quite a few hours um and it it was the same way it was it was some ups and downs it was making a little bit of headway and then falling back and then praying and then falling back and you know Yvonne and I would kind of take turns on who was taking lead which was similar to the lady in the park today um at times the the demons in that lady were acknowledging and recognizing her, the authority and the position that she took more so than they were for me. And then at other times they would react and, and freak out to me more. And so it's good to have a, a solid team whenever you're doing these things, people who are in tune with the Holy Spirit, people who are in tune with what's going on right then and know and know when to like, all right, this is time for me to step up. And this is time for me to step back and just be support prayer. Um, you know, and that's one of the things that I've heard quite a few people teach on. It's like, there needs to be somebody taking lead in a situation like that. There needs to be somebody taking lead yeah. when you're doing deliverance. Um, But from the little bit of experience that we have, it has shifted. You know, it has shifted. There have been times where it was me for a minute. And then it was Yvonne for a little bit. And then it was my sister for a little bit. Um, You know, I think that's, and James, that's one reason I I have yet, I have not heard back from that guy. I sent him some information, just asking a few questions and I was like, Hey, this will help me to pray into your situation. It'll help both of us. Um, And I have not heard back from him yet, except for him still saying he's interested, but all of that to say, that's part of the reason why I invited you and your son to to do that with us is because I want us to have a solid team to where when these things arise, when somebody comes to us and we're and we're able to set it up, we're able to schedule it, we've got a team that works together. Um, Yvonne and I are fixing to apply for uh, Isaiah's map, and we're going to get on that thing. We're going to get on Isaiah Saldivar's map. where there's somebody near us because when when i got on looking for somebody the the ladies that were the closest to us were still 30 45 minutes away and there weren't that many people on his map near us um so yeah that's something that we're fixing to do as well and i i I would love for us to be able to yeah
0: uh, my screen is locked, so no matter if I push the uh, the mute button or not, I can't see. It's, it's continuing to show that Jason's the only one unmuted. So uh, I was just making sure I was being heard. So uh, got you, muting it out. Yeah, here.
5: I can hear you. It, mine has done that about three times on this call. It's frozen up. Um, mine did but that earlier. when it froze. Yeah, when it froze up, I couldn't hear anybody though, but I also couldn't push any buttons. So I don't know what was going on and I've got full Wi-Fi and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, something might be going on with the app today or it's just the or enemy still the trying enemy. to,
0: yeah, yeah. Josh go ahead the, and press yeah. Out over that press 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 over that.
5: Yeah, for sure. Father, right now, I come against any attack of the enemy that is trying to disrupt our signal, any attack from the enemy that is coming and trying to, throw a wrench into the gears of this show as we try to minister, as we are as we are sharpening each other, and as we are sharing testimonies, and as we are preaching the gospel, and as we are sharing these things with whoever might be listening right now. The enemy does not like that. He's been coming against us all day. And so right now, I break every assignment off of that. I break all of that power right now in the name of Jesus. And I say, Satan, you have no power over this show You have no power over our ministry, whether that be on this app, whether that be on any sort of social media, whether that be out on the streets or whether that be in somebody's home. I don't care what it is. I break every bit of power off of that right now in Jesus name. And I speak full life, full signal and full power over everybody's devices, over all the airwaves, over all the signals in Jesus name, full bars, full bars. In
0: it's
5: Jesus' his bars, baby. All right,
2: so
0: we got we got <laughs> a, a new we got a new uh, listener in here, King and Priest. He sent us a message. We're gonna pop him in here, see what he's got to say. When,
2: when it froze
6: up, you just close, just cl- uh, like close out the app and, cl- and open back up. It'll bring you back in the room automatically. Awesome. It's awesome. like a refresh.
0: King Priest, I greatly appreciate the, uh, the knowledge on that, brother, um, you know, and I uh, thank you for listening. And again, man, this is a completely interactive show. Uh, it's, I don't know if you can actually hear me now. Everything's going crazy on it, but uh, completely interactive. Anytime you want to leave a message or a comment, get in there. Uh, we'll play it, and uh, we, we kind of try to circulate the, the fifth person in and out so that we always keep the show fresh, and, uh, and we'll get you on as a host as well. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic over to uh, to Jason, and I'm going to close the app out, and I'll be right back, guys.
5: Yeah, and we can hear you right now, but yeah, do your thing. All
0: right. Hey, Amen. Hey, Amen. There we feel? go. Yes. All right. Right back in there. Uh, back, back. We got, yes, we got a, a couple other listeners in here. Uh, Pedro's back with us. Annie. You're always there, sister. I love you, and I thank you for being there. Yvonne, you know, you know, sister, I've got nothing but love for you and Joshua and your two boys. Y'all are some of the dearest people to my heart, and I thank you for all that you've done, and I'm glad. I'm so honored that God has painted us in this beautiful mural together. Uh, give a shout out to King and Priest and BX Blues. I believe you were in last week. I'm not real sure. Might have been, uh, but uh, yeah. I I thank you all for listening uh go ahead and uh turn the mic over anybody who uh unmutes first uh y'all y'all get in share some testimonies share some words of uh knowledge whatever you got going on right now uh just let us let's see whoever leads out go ahead
1: uh yeah man I just another testimony from the day you know uh encountered one guy in the middle of the park and uh got the minister to him he first walked up to me uh I could just tell him, you know, he was just complaining about everybody around, about how shady everybody was, these shady MFers, you know, and stuff like that, left and right, you know, dropping the F-bomb, MF this, and, you know. I was like, well, you know what, you ain't got to worry about all these uh, shady people if uh, Jesus is king and lord of your heart. And he just kind of looked at me, you know, and I could tell that he just got out of the hospital because he had a Grady sticker still stuck on his shirt. I just began to ask him, you know, I said, hey, man, you know, I noticed you just get out of the hospital. Uh, everything all right. And he goes, yeah, everything's all right. I, I just I got this problem. I got this out. You know, I, I, I like to drink beer. I like to drink too much beer. And so I was like, well, would you like to be free of that? And he goes, I don't I don't know. I'm like, well, you know what? Someone's going to lay my hands on you. and going to pray for you. How about that? Are you OK with that? And he goes, Yeah. I'm all right with that. I could just tell, man, at first he was just really distant, you know. But I just was being very soft-spoken in my voice, man, just watching the tone of my voice and how I spoke to him. And, uh, you know, I, I began to lay hands on him, begin to pray for him. Lord began to give me words of knowledge about his childhood and about a spirit of abandonment and a spirit of trauma that attached itself to him. I began to come against the spirit of abandonment and, uh, you know, come against the fact that he had no father figure in his life. There was no, never any affirmation in his life. I began to break that off of him, and I began to break off the spirit of trauma as well and cast it off of him. And, dude, I watched this guy go from drunk, angry, cussing about everybody around, calling everybody shady, to weeping crying right there on the streets and the power of god amen his heart man amen and you know that was that was awesome despite all the resistance today of you know not getting to use the power and stuff like that man despite that you know that guy got touched by the holy spirit and that's worth it all you know, if it's just one person that encounters the love of God, they encounter the presence of God, that's worth the driving a hundred miles to lay hands on somebody, turn around, driving a hundred miles back home. It's worth it. It's so worth it, man. Dude, and, it is uh, you know, like I said, man, when I pulled up in the yard tonight, I just felt like the Lord questioned and say, Hey. What are you going to do about this? You're going to push through this or you're going to accept this resistance? And my answer is Lord, I'm going to push no matter what. I'm going to keep plowing. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep going after it. I mean, last Saturday, man, was such a phenomenal time out on the streets. We had five people get born again. One person got filled with the Holy Ghost. The week before that, we had five people get born again you know, folks falling out into the power of God, getting slain in the Spirit on the streets. And, you know, and you guys know there's no courtesy dives out there in the streets. There ain't no TV cameras and there's no courtesy dives for, for, for people to fall out. This is real deal, Holy Ghost power showing up, people getting slain in the Spirit on the streets. And so we go from, you know, going from that high of in the Spirit to this week it was just like man like almost all the air got let let out of the balloon but really the air has not been let out of the balloon it's been blown up even more and there's more tension on on the on the on the wineskin for it to pop open because i think what's going to take place is we're going to step into something that isn't being done, or hasn't even been thought about, you know, or considered. I've, I've considered it, but just hadn't really done it. And so, I think it's uh, it's time, man. And I'm excited. I'm excited.
5: And I was thinking the same thing. You know, earlier we we're talking about the persecution and all that, or how things are going to be, you know, tightening down, whatever. But we already know that when persecution gets worse the church explodes. And I think it's going to be the same way now. Um, I think there's a lot of truth in that statement that you just said, as far as, excuse me, it's not that the, it's not that the air was let out of the balloon, but that it has expanded. Um, But as you were sharing that testimony about that guy, because here's the thing, all of us were in different places today. And so not as many people heard the gospel preached it did not sound and feel as big and as powerful but all of us spread out and went and touched just as many lives as we did last week you know last week we might have we might have seen salvation but the the few people who we talked to today we, you know, we saw somebody get healed. We, you know, we got to pray for a few people, but it, when, when I get to pray for somebody and I see them, you know, start crying and I see healing happening inside of them. And then I ask them, um, which I'm trying to get better about, but I ask them, you know, if Jesus were to come back tomorrow, if your life were to be over tomorrow, are you confident in your heart that you would go to heaven? And I hear them which I mean, I I can't question it too much if they sound and and say it confidently. Yes, I've given my life to him. I know it. I know, you know, life is tough, but I know who my savior is. I know that I've given my life to him. And I see that just as many people's lives got touched, people got healed, you know, this man got some healing, some deliverance, all of these different things happen. I still view it as a win. Um, And like you said, that sometimes when, when these things happen, it makes you come in and reevaluate your game. It makes you, it makes you re strategize your attack plan. And I kind of think that's all this was. I kind of think today was just a uh, saying, all right, things are about to change. So think about how you're doing this. It's not going to be just as easy and we know it's not easy, but board, it's not going to be just as easy. Yeah. It's not going to be just as easy as you come down here, plug up your speakers preach. People come down here, get saved. They pick up some crackers and some water and some sandwiches or whatever. It's like, all right, you've been doing this for a while. You've seen a harvest. You have been faithful in what I've given you. You've been faithful in what I've put in front of you. And you have seen fruit. You have seen people come into the kingdom. You've seen people saved. You've seen people uh, get touched by the power of God out here in this park. And now you're about to walk into something new. And it's not, it's not because of any reason except I'm shutting this door and I'm opening another one. And so yeah, that's, that's the way I'm seeing this.
0: That's good. Hey, real quick, let me play what Annabelle had. She looked like she dipped out of the, uh, the host position. Let's see what she's got.
8: Hi, brothers. I do apologize. I had to jump off. Um, single mom with five kids and, you know, mother duties call. So I love you guys and I pray that God blesses you and covers you and I pray that he continues to lead you and guide you. I pray that his angels continue to watch over you and that you continue to win souls, set captives free, to open the eyes of the blind, to raise the dead, to heal the sick, continue to do the work of God, continue to push the gospel. The kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. I love you guys. I pray that God is ever with you and that he pours out a double portion anointing and blessing upon each one of you and your families for the work that you are doing for the kingdom of God. Be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. And I will speak with you soon.
0: Thank you. I receive, we receive it. We thank you so much. We just, we're, we're honored too that. You, that you were here, uh, that you're one of the the few to come in and, and hear what we were talking about. And it's just, it's great to see, when we started this five, five, six weeks ago now, um, it was started because we felt the urgency of the times. And we knew that we were the ones who were going to be uh, the watchers of the wall, the watchmen on the wall, who were going to have to sound the trumpet. And it's just, it's great seeing that the trumpets being heard and that there are more people coming on and coming on. And it's, it's only going to, it's only going to grow because we're giving God all the glory and it's, it's what he's wanting. Well, thank you, son. And uh, man, it's just, it's awesome to, to, to know there's more people just like us out there trying to do the same thing, doing the same thing, the glory of God. Um, I had a pretty, pretty eventful uh, weekend uh, Saturday, Friday, Uh, I took off, went up to Bowling Green, Kentucky, uh, about a five and a half hour ride from here, from Atlanta up there. And uh, Pastor Todd was up there preaching uh, for one night. And uh, I'd actually met one of the elders of the church down here at the uh, North Georgia Revival and became friends with him. And uh, so when I saw Pastor Todd was going to go up there to uh, preach for a night, and baptized, I was like, well, uh, this is a perfect opportunity for me to tag along with pastor and, uh, and get up there and see some people that I haven't seen in a minute. So we go up there and hang out. Uh, unfortunately, Roger has been battling with some uh, some issues of cancer, but we prayed against that. Uh, I talked to him over the telephone and uh, he was actually in Indiana at his farm and wasn't able to, to get to Bowling Green. But uh, we prayed for him uh, on the ride up. And this is, this is how glorious God is and how he works in such wonderful ways. So um, they have a freestanding baptism or a freestanding pool in their sanctuary that they were baptizing in, like kind of like the old pool that was at uh, Christ Fellowship. And um, so uh, Pastor Todd tells me, he says, come up here, stand by me. He said, we're going we're to baptize people and uh, he starts baptizing people and uh, as the crowd starts coming in he pushes me up there and he says all right it's on you now so uh, he passed the torch over from me uh, to me to start baptizing and I started baptizing a few people and uh, more and more women started coming in getting baptized well there was only uh, there was only two women who were uh, baptizing and you know they like for for men to baptize men and women to baptize women and counsel women and, and minister to, to teach sex onto their own. And Jennifer was there praying, uh, in, you know, the, the intercessors chairs behind us. Hey, can you turn that down a little bit? Um, and, uh, pastor Todd went and grabbed her and had her stand up and he walks her over to the baptism pool where I'm at. And he pushes her forward. And he says, uh, no, it's time for you to lead. And he pushed Jennifer into a leadership position, to a minister position, first time that she's ever done anything like this. Stepped out. Uh, She baptized about six women herself and got to minister to six women herself for the first time ever. Uh, Super proud. Actually, she's in here right now. Mama Bear, I love you. Uh, You did an awesome job. Awesome, awesome job. Uh, She looked at me when uh, when Pastor Todd pushed her up there. He He said, you lead. And and she's like, I don't know what to do. I said, well, baby, welcome to the club. I said, what you do is you say, oh, father, I don't know what I'm doing here. I have no idea, but just use me as you want to use me. And I will listen. And you just give me the words. And I said, that's the only thing that we can do. And Holy Ghost will flow through. And like I said, she stepped right up to the Batman and she swung for the fences and uh, she helped, she helped quite a few women out this weekend. It was, it was really, it was really a good thing to see, you know, to see her get pushed into, into that role because she, you know, y'all know her, she's all quiet and reserved and barely wants to speak so shy and whatnot. But to be pushed out there, like, how are you going to turn around and tell Pastor Todd? no? Is what I'd like to say, you know, like, she was like, how do I, She's like, I couldn't tell him. No, I'm like, no, you couldn't <laughs> like you had to get in here and do it, but it was great. And, uh, I mean, eventful, um, I got some words of knowledge over some people that was the only thing it could have been was the Holy ghost. Uh, this kid, Kobe, who, um, uh, man, when, when we started ministering, it just, uh, I just started flowing. I can't even really tell you what all I was saying. And, um, uh, by the time it was done, I had him yelling boldly, I'm, a, uh, I'm from the tribe of Judah. I'm a lion from the tribe of Judah. Hear me roar. He said it about three times. And I said, now, die well. And I just, you know, touched his head and said, you're baptized in the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Man, he fell back when he came up out of that water, man. It's, it was just, he was manifesting. He's speaking in tongues and he's, I mean, weeping and crying. I think he stayed in the pool for about 35 minutes after that. I was like, man, he is having one of the best encounters with the Holy Spirit right now that he has had in his life. And I was just, again, just so grateful that, one, that I could just, I, I could do it. You know, that I was at a position right now where it's like I can do these things where a year ago I wouldn't have even imagined myself doing these things. And I just, I love it. I love, I love Knowing, and I can't remember who it was. I think it was actually Calvin that we were talking on one of the first shows where God, he says, God has made you for a purpose or on purpose and for a purpose and getting out of the world and walking in the light, the true light and knowing now what my purpose is. It's just, it's an honor and I'm, and I'm honored to, to serve this time with you guys as well. Because uh, there, like I said, there's there's not a better group of guys that I'd rather spend any time with. Amen. I love you. I'm gonna go ahead and pass the mic off, Eric. You've been quite quiet tonight, quite quiet. Just, just listening. So uh, go ahead and take over, man. Let's hear let's hear what's going on for you this week.
9: Uh, just, just listening. It's it's been really great. Been li- loved hearing the testimonies you guys have been telling of the the ministry down in Atlanta and up in Kentucky. So it's really great about Jennifer you know, doing the, baptizing the the women up there. That's, that's awesome to hear. I always love hearing how God is helping us to, to grow in our ministries and, and develop in following him, being a better servant, a better steward. So I appreciate you sharing that.
0: Yeah. Now that she's, you know, she's taken that step. Now it's one of those things where you, you don't get to go back, you know, God showed (laughs) you what your gift is. And she's like, well, I'm just a prayer warrior. And I'm like, no,
9: not anymore. He says, "If you if you pull back, God's heart will find no pleasure in you." That's
0: right. I was like, "Now I'll you're you're full on." So come next few Saturdays or the next time we have an outreach, <laughs> I'm gonna get her out there, laying some hands on some people and praying for them, doing what she's supposed to be doing. Come on, that's it. That's it. Uh, Jackie, looks like we got a new one in here. Jackie, uh, this is a interactive show. Uh, about jesus about the love of god and uh you may have been in here before i don't know but uh welcome you to the show any comments or questions that you have feel free to send them to us uh like i said it's completely interactive we'd love to hear from you we'd love to uh to talk to you so uh whatever you want to do whatever your heart or the spirit leads then uh then do it i would say wherever your heart leads but your heart will always lead you into the wrong way because we know that that's not what we want to listen to is our heart. Sometimes it could tell us the wrong information, but I'll go ahead and pass it over to uh, pastor Jason or, or uh, brother Josh, uh, whichever one of y'all want to pick the ball up and, and roll with a little bit more, but I just love you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful that that God has put us together. Solid team.
5: Amen. Amen. I'm finally back on here. My phone was disconnected and I had to turn it off twice. Um, so it's, uh, it's manifesting over here, but uh, no, dude. I, I so I heard part of what you guys were talking about, James. It sounded like um, it sounded like maybe were you guys in Kentucky with the church? Is that what you were doing?
0: Well, Pastor Todd was up there. He took, I guess so. You know, because they called it a yeah. of the North Georgia revival. Yeah,
5: Bowling, yeah, the, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, awesome. Uh, so, like I said, I only caught the tail end of it. So I was just trying to be clear on it. Uh, that is so cool that you got to go up there with them and do that. And it sounds like uh, Jennifer got pushed out and out of her comfort zone and got to minister and do something.
0: Oh, yeah, dude, it was awesome. Yeah, He told her straight up. He said, you take the lead. Like, not asking. <laughs> he didn't ask. Yeah. He didn't, you know, he was like, no, you do this now. I was like, yeah. how do you tell Pastor Todd no? <laughs>
5: yeah, that's, yeah, well, and... The, it, And that's so cool because I mean, really, that's what we need is to be pushed out into it, you know, which is one of the things I appreciate about going out with with you guys into the street and Jason did the same thing. He's like, here, here's the mic like jump on. Well, that and, first
0: day, you know, I kept saying, I was like,
5: Josh, come on, get over here. We oh, actually, yeah, you were, yeah, you were pushing it more <laughs> that first day. Yeah, you're exactly right. And dude, I appreciate that because I probably, you know, I've never held a microphone and spoken to it except on a mission trip to a bunch of little kids at an orphanage in Mexico. And I was like, these kids don't even understand what I'm saying anyway. So I'm sharing my testimony to the team that I'm with, basically. Uh, but sometimes that's what it is, man. It's just saying, here. Just go, you know, learn as you go. And a lot of what we're doing um, really is that, you know, it's been that for Yvonne and I with the deliverance stuff. It's like you can only get so much training from listening to your pastor or from listening to, you know, YouTube videos and seminars and teachings and things like that. You can get a bunch of tools and get equipped to a certain point, but then you got to step out and do it. And right now, Today was a perfect example of that, man. The, the lady who I keep talking about in the park and then the guy who we went over to his house after we left the park and spent a number of hours with him, that was a crash course for Yvonne and I both because, you know, I've already shared, like, we've had some experience in deliverance with, with my demons and with other people's, but both of these cases today were on another level. They were things that yep. we had not experienced yet, but it was also it was also God just saying, here's the opportunity. Go in there, do your best, rely on me, and you will see some breakthrough, and you will learn Amen. some things, and you will see and experience some things that you have not yet, and that's all I'm asking you to do. I don't expect you to go in here and be perfect. I don't expect you to go in here yeah. and save the world, but go you know, in here, do your best.
2: Yeah, don't and we hide saw this talents, man. You
5: know? Yeah, and we saw don't this man. Yeah, we saw this man come to repentance and repent for some things that were eating him alive. And I wish I could. I, I, just because some of it was really, really powerful. I wish I was able to share the details, but this is one of them that I'm. I'm not yeah. really able to. But no, we saw. We saw this man. We saw this man repent for some things that have been eating him alive. And he asked Christ for forgiveness and he prompted this. It wasn't us like, you need to ask Jesus for forgiveness and and follow us in this prayer. It was out of nowhere. It was like this moment of sobriety where he snapped out of it and he said, will you guys pray with me? And it was like, boom. And he, you know, Yvonne started kind of leading him and he was asking for forgiveness and he was crying out, man. And we saw some healing. We saw some breakthrough. I know a spirit, at least one left him. I think two did. Um, but once again, he had a lot going on, man. And it's just that, that getting out, being forced out of your comfort zone and just go do it. Just go. It's a who says that it's an, as you go gospel. Who says that? Is that Joel?
0: Yeah. Well, I think Jesus said it really.
5: (laughs) Oh Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Joel learned from somebody good. (laughs)
0: But real quick, let me hit these messages up. We've got uh, Jackie, first-time listener, and King and Priest in here. i got a couple messages. So we're going to play them all three back-to-back.
10: Amen, brothers. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. That's all I could say at the moment. Thank you, Jesus. There's a lot of hate in here. A lot of eagles saying different stuff.
6: Twisting things
0: amen
6: on that all right king and priest uh yeah also thank you James uh for the testimony all you guys uh testimony um it's a blessing to have the body of Christ uh come together on these latter times and um you know God always have a ram in a bush to hear words of inspiration testimonies uh to to encourage uh the body of Christ uh as we are in the last days that uh it speaks about how there'll be a great fall away. But uh the scripture um the Holy Spirit gave me to share with you guys uh first Corinthians chapter fourteen, verse one, uh follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts. That's but it. rather that ye may prophesy. All right, number two. You know, I, I really enjoy your uh stereo podcast and i just pray that you guys uh keep the zeal keep the fire uh and and i pray uh that you continue to use god's angels to assist you uh according to uh hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 they're they're ready to excel in strength um, they listen to for your voice and jesus take your prayers intercede on the behalf hallelujah and I, I just really enjoy you guys' podcast.
0: Awesome, King. Uh, I'm sending you that invite, brother. Come on in. And uh, let's hear from you for a little bit, brother. We'll, we'll give you the microphone, give you the platform. Uh, I'm James, uh, Pastor Jason, Eric, and Joshua. We are the Watchmen on the Wall. Uh, we started this podcast about five or six weeks ago because of the urgency of the times. And we're just trying to find more brothers and sisters and, and sounding the trumpets loud. So I'm going to go ahead and pass you the mic, brother.
6: Awesome. Thank you, uh, Pastor James, uh, Brother Joshua, Eric, and uh, uh, Jason, and all the listeners out I, I here. Uh, I really thank God for the, uh, the body of Christ. I, I've been working in the vineyard as well, uh, uh, allowing the Holy Ghost to use me uh, as I present my body. It's hard to find on stereo, you know, a good Christian talk uh, podcast on here. So, you know, if you want to, the Bible said guard your heart. So, God, that's why I, would, I pray as God to to continue to use uh, Pastor James and Joshua and Eric and uh, and Jason. You know uh, that you guys have the fire, Stephen, as well. Um, but yeah, I I was reading today in my testimony. Uh, Holy Spirit had me in Matthew twenty four, and I see the topic, the Watchmen. So. Uh, Jesus had blessed me to meditate on Matthew 24, and it says, uh, in verse on the very last part of the verse of uh, Matthew 24, uh, uh, he was saying, I got highlighted on my phone right here, I got because I was listening to this right here. I'm gonna share the scripture. Um, uh, here it is. Yeah, oh. Ta-da-da. But basically what Jeter was saying, as I was highlighting in these latter times, uh, he was mentioning how we should be watching in the form of what we're doing right now, as an example, uh, using stereo or, or every social platform as we can, because he was saying how in Matthews, also in 24, that the gospel is going to be preached as a witness to every walk of life, every nationality. And if we continue to, to yield our members to the Holy Spirit and the heavenly host to assist us as the body of Christ uh, in, in the four corners of the earth. Because according to Ephesians 1, um, our day has been predestined. And Jesus Christ is the author of everybody that's in the body of Christ. And he is the finisher of our faith walk. So faith coming by hearing and hearing the word of God. So we can't hear Jesus' voice like uh, Joshua is saying how his inner demons, cause it said in Galatians chapter um, uh, five, all right? That verse 16, and he said, um, Galatians chapter five, verse 16, it said, this I say then, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another. So uh, Joshua is sharing how his inner demons, uh, we all have our inner devils. And Jesus said, if we can't bear our own cross, uh, okay, and follow, we're not worthy to be his disciples. So we got to always, every day, kill our flesh, our inner demons, and say, no, I'm not going to submit to you. I'm going to yield to the Holy Spirit. So Jesus gave us the light. And I just wanted to encourage you guys uh, you know, bear your cross every day. Kill those those. Keep it on the cross. Don't let it get go, get off the cross by uh, with uh, vain imaginations, evil thoughts. Cast t- capture every evil thought, no matter what in these latter times, and uh, cast down every vain imagine that 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 the flesh crave, and and it would not bring forth the manifestation. So you guys continue to be watchmen as we. Uh, fight the good fight of faith. I just want to encourage you guys with that. Thanks, Christina. You know, that's, that's a great
9: passage that you brought up, Galatians 5. It actually tells us right afterwards, I'm, I mean, I'm sure you read this, but I'm going to read it now for the, the listeners. It tells you right there what the the works of the flesh or what will happen if you do submit to your flesh. And it says the works of the flesh are evident. This is in verse 19, which are adultery, fornication, which is also sexual immorality. In, in the Bible, fornication oftentimes is a gen- general term that, refers to any sexual immorality. next is uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, or in the original language it says pharmakeia, any sort of witchcraft, including rebellion. The Bible says in another passage, rebellion is as the, the sin of witchcraft. Then next is hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. And then he says... Paul writes there, of which I tell you before, and just as I also told you in times past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's a, a strong statement there that a lot of Christians these days, quote unquote, Christians these days would teach against. But the Bible is very clear. If you submit to your flesh or, or let your flesh rule you, you're going to produce these works of the flesh. And then it says right here, clearly, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, that's not about being legalistic. It's about if you truly love God, you're going to want to do something that pleases him. And submitting to your flesh, you know, letting your flesh win out does not please God. So if you do do things that your flesh desires to do, the things that I just listed, that shows your heart that you don't really love God like you say you do. So the, the next verse is also going to tell us the fruit of the spirit to contrast with that. those things that were right there those are the fruit or the works of the flesh and then the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering or patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness gentleness and self-control so when you submit to the spirit and you put your flesh under you take up your cross like jesus said these are the fruits that you're going to see so where previously before for instance before you were saved that you could only produce the, the works of the flesh that I just listed. Adults, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, adultery, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. But, but now that you accept Christ and he remakes your spirit, regenerates your spirit into a new creation, as the Bible says, now your spirit can generate these fruits. So as you lean into the Holy Spirit and let him rule in your life, you'll see the production of love, joy, peace, patience, or long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So these are the, the things that we, we strive towards and we, we can't do those of our own strength, but as we lean into the Holy spirit, he empowers us to, to produce these things in our lives. So thank you for bringing that, that scripture up. Cause that's one of my favorites. The whole Bible is, but that one is
0: too. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that is one of my favorites as well, Eric. And, uh, I'm I'm just so honored that that we're having such a great conversation tonight, and and having more and more great people come in and listen to the word and and share you know their testimonies and 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 scripture tonight. That that's it's it's showing that we're reaching more people with this on this platform than than we have in previous weeks. Uh, just a real quick shout out: uh, we got a manifest positive thoughts uh, new listener Alex, delight, and Jonathan Powell. Uh, I appreciate you all coming in and listening. This is a totally interactive show. So if you want to hit that message button, leave us a message or comment. We can get directly to them. Uh, Big T, I'm glad you're back in here. Uh, I'll try to get you in as a host here in just a little bit. We'll do a little uh, switch around. I think we're going to run again like we usually do until about 12. Uh, The Watchmen are always here uh, Saturday night, uh, starting at 8.30 p.m. I I would appreciate it and love it if you guys come in. And again, we try to keep the fifth spot open uh, to change out um, a host throughout there and bring more people in to hear their testimonies, to share the word, uh, to spread the gospel, because that's what we're doing here is we're trying not we're not trying. We are building the body of Christ on these social media platforms, and it's so awesome King, that you brought that up because that is something that I've been telling everybody is uh, no matter what social media platform you're on, if, if it's stereo, if it's Facebook, even TikTok, Instagram, that's all I've been doing is uh, for the past couple months, I've been getting on TikTok, which led me to the stereo app here and taking the minute that they would give us and I would, I would read scripture. And now you've got three minutes that they give you on TikTok on their platform. So that's what I do there. I pray, I read scripture, and I'm pushing the front line back because we as Christians have had our head in the sand too long over social media A lot of them are older folks, you know, that that don't understand social media and they're uh, really afraid of social media. So they turn away from it and they say, oh, well, I don't want my kids on this. And I don't want you know, I'm not going to pay attention to this. But all that does is that leads credence to the enemy that gives him ground, fertile ground that he can plow that we're not uh, that we're not putting any effort into. And being a watchman on the wall, when God called me to, to do this, to stand in this position, it showed me that we are the ones who are going to have to push the front line back. We can no longer stick our heads in the sand. We have to use these platforms for kingdom work. The same as uh, Pastor Jason takes us out on the streets. These are our streets here as well. Uh, we have to push this line back. And I'm just so glad that, that you guys are in here tonight. Annie, you're always here. I love you, sister. I'm glad you're here. Big T, you know I love you, brother. And uh, again, any of you guys that want to jump on, just send us a message. Get in here let's talk about you know the great works that jesus has done in our lives and the the things that that keep keep the ball rolling we just got to push this front line back and and destroy the things the enemy's trying to take from us we've got a message from nathan
9: before you you play that james
0: okay go ahead brother
9: yeah you want to say say one more thing so thank you for sharing that king and priest i wanted to call something out not not to just combat anything you're saying because it was great but i know that in in society it's really popular to use that that phrasing our inner demons but the the scripture here is really talking about our flesh now when when we're saved our spirit is regenerated but we still have that sinful flesh nature that, that sinful nature is inherent to our flesh now the demon is something very specific so as a believer we can we can have demons such that we we are holding on to them or they may be influencing us or, or tormenting us, but we can't be possessed or or have such like an inner demon that can control our actions or that that same like terminology where the the inner demon phrasing is something that we should avoid using because oftentimes we we want to blame our Fleshly desires on demons when really they're just our fleshly desires. You know, our flesh is the one that wants to do these things, and it's not yeah, habits, yes. a demon that's influencing us. It, it's really just us, and we need to take responsibility yeah. for our flesh and putting that under. I just wanted to call that out as as one one pointer. I guess I can say.
6: Oh, uh, um, yeah. uh, I'm sorry, pa- Pastor Jay, Um Reason why the Holy Spirit had gave me that. Uh, he, he always gave me scripture to back it up. Um, uh, in the New Living Translation, I, if I may, I'm gonna share in that same perspective of uh, Galatians chapter five. All right, it says. Um, mind you, I'm gonna share the revelation of also the Holy Spirit for sharing me, uh, this past month concerning this, yeah. uh, passage on Galatians five. Now, um, these the the lust of the flesh was born, uh, in Genesis chapter two. All right, when Adam broke God's command, right? So the lust of the flesh was born. So, all right. So, uh, and God already had a plan, and according to Ephesians chapter one, a predestination to 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 uh, redeem man back through His Son. Okay. Yeah. So now Jesus already left us. He said, "I will not leave you comfortless." So He gave us a helper to uh, defeat the lust of the flesh. Okay. Uh, and The reason why I call it in uh uh, inner, it's like an inner devil, put it that way. The manifestation, what the Holy Spirit was sharing is what you just read, Eric. This is the the works okay of the flesh. This is your dark side will bring the manifestation is bad fruit. All right. Jesus said you'll know them by their fruit. It is you'll know a tree by its fruit. So a good tree cannot produce bad fruit and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit, all right? So people, uh, okay, so uh, so people attract bad, bad trees attract bad uh, fruit, and good trees attract good fruit. That's why Holy Spirit, as we can constantly acknowledge God in all our ways through the Holy Spirit who lead and guide us into all truth, that's what led me to stereo, because every time when you acknowledge the Father, you stay in God's perfect will. Now, to, to to break down the equation of how this dark side of us that will bring us in a lukewarm state where Jesus said in Matthew chapter mm-hmm. 5, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, a meeting would come in my name and say, Lord, Lord, we're not into the kingdom of heaven. And they've done all these wonderful works, right? He said, depart from me, I never knew you, ye that work iniquity. Because um, like, for example uh i don't know you but i don't know your personal life but god do so god said he um uh, uh he, he, he ran under with His he reign on the justice what is unjust he and another scripture said in jeremiah 17 that he reigned in our thoughts so but meaning, so he watching us and you know you got the tempter out there the bible called it matthew chapter 4 that the tempter is the devil so he's a worn line on and 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 he never stopped tempting us, right? So when he brings these evil thoughts, like he, like God said in in, in in Ephesians chapter six, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers, doctors, world, spiritual, god places. So if you never kill your inner inner your inner lust or your flesh, will bring the manifestation. For example, if you have a wife and she uh, she battling with her um her uh, ego or um, tempermatic or whatever to get you, to bring discord, which bring the manifestation in this list of 19, 20, and 21. So, and and, it may push your anger, what you were born in shape of the nicotine of, and you still got it dormant, but every day you have to kill it. So in in the New Living Translation, it says in verse 17 of Galatians 5, he said that the simple nature wants to do evil, okay? That's in all of us, right? He said, which is the just the opposite of what the spirit wants. That's the comforter that Jesus gave us. Now, if we don't if okay, so if your dark side is stronger, all right, and the, the produce uh wicked fruit is the manifestation of 1920 and 21, but the fruit of the spirit is cultivated by God when we yield to the Holy Spirit. God mm-hmm. cultivate us because Jesus said, the fruit, you cannot do it. You cannot produce the fruit. You have to yield to the Holy Spirit. But if you yield to your, uh, the, 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 the principalities and powers and rulers of the world, spirit wicked places of the wilds of the devil, once you get fall in his trap, because these spirits, they'll drag you away and entice you to your own lust of your flesh. Because the Bible said in James, let no man say when well, he is tempted, he'll tempt to God because God cannot be tempted with evil. Need a to hear any man, but these spirits, they, 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 they set up traps. Like when you go fishing, they hunt for us. But okay. So pastor James, for example, he's the strong man of his ministry of service, right? Which brought forth um, through the Holy spirit of uh, 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 leading brought stereo and entitled watchmen, Right? So by him being pastor James, the devil, the, like Jesus said, the devil got to bind him first. So he's going to use anything that he was born and shape in a nicotine. But since his spirit man is strong, what God called it, a strong man. Jesus said, this is a strong man first. So the enemy is, is he's very cunning. So he got to weaken him. So he's a strategist. So the, the reason why I'm knowing this is because the Bible tells us to know your adversary. Our adversary is the devil, principalities, powers, rulers, doctors, world spirit, We got places, just like Joshua was saying, how, Cast out devils according to Luke um, chapter 10. Jesus gave us this authority because greater heat is in us than heat is in the world. We got power, love, and a sound mind. Spirits are fear. So the spirit, they operate on fear. So God did not give us the spirit of fear. Okay, we got the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. So when you see, for example, the manifestation of these spirits, like Joshua is explaining, these spirits are going to use your body like a conduit. To bring forth fear and, and, and intimidation, and, and it's it, it different ways. And once you spot it, with the fruit of the spirit, to discern it, the journey of spirit. That's why we gave; he gave us our desired spiritual gifts. So when you desire a spiritual gifts, the Holy Spirit, like okay, I can use you even more. And and the angels, they dare to minister for us, according to uh, Hebrews chapter one verse fourteen. So uh, Jesus said, the gates of heaven will open up on us like a Jacob ladder. So you got, so you're you're a walking temple, and you spot like Joshua was saying, you could cast this spirit out with the tongue of your mouth, definitely like the power of tongue. He said, whatsoever you bind, it's not going to hurt you, because these spirits are subject to you, angels and dark spirits. You just say, get out in Jesus' name. I plead the blood of Jesus, and I command it, get,
9: yeah,
6: leave, and automatically they have to submit. There's spiritual warfare as you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We don't fear no evil spirits. Bring. Fear, that's how you know there's a, a spirit in the room. Every time they try to make you scared or, or timid, oh no, no, we, we, we operate in love. The Bible said love keep the devil on our feet. We sound in what we say. We're not wavy-minded because we can't receive nothing from the Lord. We got power, love, and assignment. So these are our arsenal, power, Holy Spirit, which is authority. Greatest heat is in you, than he is in the world. That's why we don't have a worldly mindset. Okay, mm-hmm. it's, it's an enemy against God. But the reason why I was bringing that up, that this this inner carnal flesh always want to cater to the, uh, the 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 traps of the devil, which brain for the manifestation of uh bad fruit. It'll make you mm-hmm. a bad uh, tree, a uh, hypocritical, lukewarm, and, and automatically these people who look at you from afar. You cannot win souls according to Matthew chapter five. Be uh, you the light of the world when they see your good works, okay? Um, and that's how people get saved. You you could you don't even have to open your mouth and just know that by you being a, a walking temple of the Holy Spirit, you got these signs will follow. You got, like I said earlier, signs gonna follow you, just like according mm-hmm. to Matthew's Mark sixteen. Jesus said these signs will follow them that believe, okay, because we walk by faith and not by sight. And faith comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God. So you did you know you could bless a city? Just like Pastor James, he could go in a house, and they could, one of his members say, say, we just brought a house. We just need you to come and bless our house. That's a, yeah. the same anointing on him. It's on all of us. That's in the body of Christ. Okay, so definitely the power of the tongue. You could bless a city if you a strong man. Strong man is when God cultivate verse twenty two. The fruit of the spirit. These are gifts of the Holy Spirit by being submissive and not grieving the Holy Ghost. You because everybody in the body of Christ don't know how to love. Everybody in the body of the house don't 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 know how to count it all joy or peace. You know they can't take long suffering when you get. Tested by God. God tests us. He said he won't give you no more you could bear. It. He'll find a way of escape so you could bear it. So when the test come, take the test, pass the test. And when you pass the test with a humble mind, you gotta have a humble mind. He said he will exalt you in his due time. Cause he know when you're ready to when you pass his test. I'm just letting you know how it works. Uh, you know, uh, it, it the spirits are so real, just like Joshua was sharing earlier, these spirits are so real. They don't like hearing the gospel for one. Uh, just like David, the Bible said, read the Old Testament example. I didn't mean to uh, overtake this, uh, overtalk myself, but this is the last point. But uh, if you play the audio, for example, at night, and like people have had bad dreams, I encourage you, if David ministered unto Saul, the Bible said the evil spirit left. These evil spirits, as a former arsenal, they do not like hearing the gospel. So if you play your audio, Bible, you you won't have bad dreams anymore. Okay. okay. So these the spirits is
9: the power of salvation unto he who believes. The gospel
6: itself has exactly. inherent power. Right. So I use I use the floor back, but I just want to encourage you that yeah, this, this is the, the the our evil side. You want to make sure stand across and make your spirit man and let God cultivate you into a strong man, and then you will start automatically. The, the um, verse twenty two. Your uh, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, it'll automatically kick in when situations arise in your life. So, if, yep. for example, if, if somebody come at you and, and, and they wronged you, can you still love them? Yeah, Right. of course. If you got joy and you, you got all this circumstance taking, taking place around you, can you still count it all joy? Okay, when the wind yep. blowing in your life. Okay, so the peace of God passes all understanding in the situation. So can you take the long suffering what we're going through right now? Okay, so he told us to watch as well as pray. So when you watch, for example, that take place in your city, we pray in secret. I encourage you, purchase this book. It's called, it's by uh, the pastor's name, uh, Justin Cornwall. It's an excellent book. I've been practicing his strategy for over 20, over 20 plus years. And it never fails called Praying the Scriptures. Uh, you can purchase it on Kindle. I don't get nothing for that, but he blessed me. That pastor blessed me. Uh, All right, real quick, King, what he, was uh,
0: what was the yeah. name of that uh book again?
6: Uh, praying the scriptures. Uh the author name is Judson Cornwall. Excellent. I'm telling you, it, it it's gonna bless you once you start getting your testimony just like the pastor say.
4: Yeah, Once you start getting guy your test name
6: place. Yeah, Cornwall. I'm, I'm it. It's Judson Cornwall. Yes, Lord. That, that book oh, blessed man. me. And let my 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 wife do it. We do it. And she, my wife like to sit when she when I first told her uh you know years ago, and she liked to sit back and watch, and she see the she see the, the miracles that God take place, just like he said in Mark 16, the sign's gonna follow them. So I the, just like the scripture said the angel's gonna sell in strength. Just like the scripture said, they 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 listen, they harken to the voice of our words, because our prayers go to Jesus Christ. According to First John uh, chapter two, Jesus is, is our internal high priest. He takes our prayers; the end of seed is going to be granted, according to First John chapter five. And this is the confidence that we have in Him. We ask anything according to His will. He hears us. So and so, get that book. The reason why I know the scriptures so well because I've been praying the scriptures. Thank God for these two pastors. Uh, while I was reading this book by Justin Cornwall, Creflo Dollar um, was preaching the same thing about praying God's promises, and he had a high stage cancer, very high, and he had all his news media around him uh, at that time. I had I was reading the book, and when I heard that, I said, "You know what, you, I had a book. It's like a confirmation." I said, "Okay, I'm gonna try this." So I tried it, uh, Justin, uh, Pastor uh, Cornwall, I did it. I got my first miracle like that. I said, I, I literally, let me tell you what I did. It's like I throw the Bible on the chair. I said, oh my God, this Bible, oh my God, this Bible alive like that. That's what I did. My first sign, what Jesus had said, Mark 16, the signs will follow them would believe. Now, if it don't work, reason why it don't work, as I've it, you gotta always, whether you did it or not, confess your sins, and you gotta forgive. Some people hold on past hurts, twenty years hurts, yeah, two days hurts. A yeah, it would hinder the prayer. So, confess your sins with the Lord's. You could do the Lord's prayer. You could pray Psalm fifty-one, Psalm thirty-two. It was a minister. It was a minister who, you know, preaching the pulpit. He 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 fell short, and the Holy Spirit told me to get him Psalms thirty-two. And Psalms fifty-one is a cleansing prayer uh, about cleansing from sin. And um, he, um, when he, when I saw him again, he said, "Oh my God, I felt something lift off me because scriptures is Jesus Christ, according to Revelation chapter nineteen. The whole Bible is Jesus. So it's a commandment to the angels. That's why they excel in strength. hark to our voice. The voice it goes straight to Jesus Christ. Jesus is the way to the Father. Okay, so. But, so, Jesus said, my word abiding you, you can ask what you will, and, and it shall be done unto you. But yeah. purchase that book, it'll be a blessing. I don't get nothing out of that. I've been sharing it, and it's been blessing me, and and, and he so never failed me. So yes, my God. Once you get your testimony, you're going to have, like, tons of journal. You could put the date on it, just like God said, write the vision, make it plain, especially that one. If you, for mm-hmm. example, let's say you have a goal, right? or 2. You have a goal, right? You write your vision first, which is the scripture. God said, write the vision, make it plain, right? You, and then you pray it back with your with your short-term girl or long-term girl, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. You, you pray it. You can fast with it, right? It's gonna come plain, right? And you would like, yeah. because God said he's gonna reward you openly before men because you because you have to pray in secret. Right. And then once you get the prayer answered, you put it in your journal, and then you testify it. Okay? Yeah, just like the pastor showed me on, on this book. I'm just saying how I work. it works. It I'm telling you, you're going to be... I shared it with a brother. He was going to this church for 25 years plus, and he said, I've been paying my tithes. I don't see nothing. Da-da-da. <laughs> and I said, I said, okay, I said, I'm going to show you that the Bible is so real. Okay? I said, this time when you pay your tithes, you're going to go to Malachi chapter 3, and you're going you're gonna to pray from verse Speak 8 to 12. Yeah, I say, when you give Just your tithes now, this yes. time, yes. You're going to pray from verse 8 to 12. I say you got to have the money in your hand. You can put it on your bed. Um, you can pray in your car. I don't care as long as you pray in secret, right? And you speak it. You speak that verses. God is, he ran in our thoughts. He live in us. Okay, that's through the Holy Spirit. And then you put it off and play. When I went back to the supermarket, my wife was with me at the time. The man, the security guard almost knocked me down. He said, Oh my God, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you. I said, Oh god. <laughs> so my wife was like, What's going on? So I'm telling, so i because he said, Oh my God, man, let me tell you. I, I did what you did. I say, God get the glory. I don't get the glory. Because God said He don't share his glory, no man. But we tell we tell the Lord, thank you. So the 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 guy said, Oh my God, I prayed the malachi scripture of my tithes and offering. And he said he he's a Hut security guard. He said now, mm-hmm. and he was in the military as well. He said now he got his own because he the contract got worked down. He said I, I got my own security, uh, 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 like a he got his whole like a whole um he maintained like a whole uh like a contract.
2: Oh, he, nice.
6: uh, he's the boss. Yeah, he got a big contract from Hut. He worked for Hut because he a former military, but he said so. And now it, it didn't stop. He said, when I kept praying this, the the Malachi of the 10%, he said the blessing was coming back to back. So hey, I, what said, word, hey, I hey, what chapter And hey, what chapter and verse was that in Malachi? Malachi chapter 3, verse 8 to 12. Wow, right? Okay. And he said, I said... So I told him, I said... I told him right there next to my wife, I said, so are you going to stop praying the scriptures? He said, oh, no, I'm going to keep praying the word. I ain't going to never stop praying the word.
2: <laughs> hey, real quick, real quick. <laughs> Mike, King,
6: he, me, the book. he said, and I brought the book.
0: Uh, let me jump on these uh, comments real quick. Uh, we got two yep. from Nathan uh, Howington, and then Annabelle's back in. I'm going to play them all three back to back, then we'll give it over back to you, Eric.
10: This is really awesome that you are using this platform uh to spread the, the love of Jesus and the gospel. Um, I just wanted to say that. I appreciate that. I'm I'm actually new to stereo. Um I just created an account just now and uh found you all like swapping over and everything. So that's awesome. Uh my TikTok oh, is cool. Quirky Nate, just like uh the stereo name. I'm gonna follow all of y'all on here and uh I was wondering what your all's TikToks were uh, because I use TikTok uh, to spread the love of Jesus and try to motivate and inspire others and stuff. And I throw a little comedy in there, too, and some acting, stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I have, a, I think, 115,000 followers on TikTok. So oh, I, wow. Uh, but, well, it ain't followers, supporters. But just wanted to say I appreciate you all. Yeah. All right, message two. It cut me off. I'm sorry about that. But what I was going to say was uh, I'd like to join you all sometime. Most definitely. Um, Because I love getting into the word and everything and and talking about Jesus and stuff like that. So maybe I could join you all sometime. Uh, I can't deny, but I will sometime, though, if that's okay with you all. God bless and love you all. Love you,
0: brother. We thank you yeah that'd be great yeah yeah anytime.
2: james,
5: james why don't you why don't you tell him the since he just jumped on and found us why don't you uh, i don't know if he's still on but give the the time and all that that we come on
0: all right uh yes yeah, so the watchman podcast uh we start at eight thirty eastern standard time saturday nights uh it's usually the four of us eric uh jason me and joshua uh, we try to keep the fifth slot open so we can bring in uh, guest host uh, just like we did with King and just like we did with uh, Annabelle here um, to, to come in and, and help spread. Uh, my TikTok is James Hardison, uh, 657, I believe it is. If you just search James Hardison and look for a, a crazy white boy with a big mustache, you'll know it's me. Um, and uh, Facebook is the same. Just look up my name, James Hardison. James uh, uh, it's, I think it's the same on Instagram as well. I don't really use Instagram that much. Uh, everybody else is also on uh, Facebook. Uh, Jason Pardue. Jason, I'm not sure how much longer he's going to be using Facebook. Uh, uh, Joshua, yours is a, a DBA. Is that correct, brother?
5: Yeah, doing, doing business as Joshua Isles, Kingdom Business. Doing business nice. as <laughs> I like
0: it. <laughs> I was wondering what it was. And then uh, uh, Eric's is his name as well. Uh, find us on Facebook. Um, we'll minister through messenger. We'll minister through text if we have to. I'm um, going to go ahead and, and play Annabelle's real quick and get her yep. uh, her comment or whatnot left in here and we'll see what's going on.
8: Sorry, guys. I had to jump back on because I wanted to know if you guys were talking some good stuff and you're still here. Hallelujah. I just wanted to chime in and say, praise God for this conversation. Just recently, I have been sowing and tithing so much since January. I tithe every time I get money in my hands and God says we're supposed to put him in remembrance of his word. So I tell him, Father, according to your word in Malachi 3, 10 and 11, you said that if I bring a tithe into the storehouse, you'll open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing bigger than I have room enough to receive. And not only that, but you'll rebuke the devourer for my sake. And I put th- this is so good. I love you guys. Ah, chai. I love you guys. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, awesome!
5: God, thanks, that's Annabelle. So good. That's that's good stuff. And I'm I'm glad that uh, that King and Annabelle both both mentioned that same scripture. And I'm I'm good about knowing scriptures, but not always about the address. So I went and found it. And as soon as I started reading it, I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, this one. So I put a little highlight on there. Uh, and that's one of those things where. I'm not always the best about saying it's right here. I'm trying to get better about it, but I'm like, this is in scripture. I know it is. It's 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 there. Just just trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and I, I got to get better about knowing these addresses because people are like, where is it? You know that that's been coming up lately. They're like where is that? And I'm like, oh, man, I gotta Google this thing real quick because I know it's there. Let me figure out where it is. But uh, it's exactly what you know, King's talking about giving. Annabelle's talking about giving, and and we have had those conversations before where. It is. It, it feels so good to be able to give back to God, to be able to sow back into the kingdom. And it's one of those things where until, until you are reborn and until you start crucifying the flesh, like we were talking about a minute ago, until you have renewed your mind about what money is and about giving, you can hold on to that stuff, man, and it'll keep you bound. No matter how much money you have, it'll keep you bound where that's the only thing you think about. And now, exactly like what she was saying, exactly like what King was saying a minute ago, it is it is awesome to be able to give. Like, it brings me so much joy to see God bless me monetarily and then me be able to turn around and give that back. And anytime I'm able to give a larger amount, you know, if I just did a big job or something, man, I love being able to do that. It's oh, yeah. Stuff.
6: Especially if, for example, if I'm gonna give a, a, a bonus nugget, it worked for anybody. For example, if you're sick, do it with a fast. Um and you could, you can pray the scripture of God loves to so cheer forgiver. All right. You're gonna see a supernatural miracle take place. All right. Um fast with it. Praying, healing scriptures, all right. Confess your sins, repent, and make sure you do it all in prayer. And don't listen, don't hold no grudges. If even if they wrong you that day, forgive them while you're fasting and then you're going to find somebody who is less fortunate christian anybody who is less fortunate do it secretly put it in the envelope purpose in your heart whatever's purpose in your heart if it's a, if it's $100 $50 $10 $1000 I'm telling you watch just keep sewing it be obedient and God have to he's have to bless you he's going to overtake you all right uh but you got to do it with a fast the way I'm telling you with healing scripture, if you got uh, an ailment or any type of, uh, of afflictions, you could pray. Uh, James uh, talks about that. If if any afflicted among them, let him pray. Because some people, they play with their sinful nature so much to the point you got your adversary. The Bible says Satan go before God's throne according to Revelation chapter 12. Satan go before God's throne and accuse us for our sins day and night. That's why it's important for us to confess our sins daily. All right, whether you did it or not, because you got an adversary. The Bible says, He that's begotten of God keepeth himself that the wicked one touches him not. And and also, um, Psalms 125 is an excellent prayer because the Bible says, If you put your hand towards iniquity, the rod of the wicked, uh, um, uh, that's the devil. He could touch you. Because everybody that's a child of God, they have a hedge of protection, right? And plus your angel will encamp around you when you respect the image of God. We all made in the image of God. And mind you, we are the branch of Jesus Christ. Okay? So you got all these angels assisting you. Okay? Innumerable angels, the Bible says. Uh, so they hearken to the voice of Jesus Christ, which is the word of God. We put it on our tongue. And then you got death and life and the power of the tongue. So you got to be careful with your tongue because God's going to hold you responsible. Jesus has authority. So he... Um, judgment I always started the house of God and he reward those of their service like you guys doing now you're yelling your members to the Holy Spirit okay and uh, the Holy Spirit has showed me just like Jesus said Um, um he said next year he's going to dispatch so many angels right and um, these angels going to be dispatched for the good the bad and the ugly and he said continue to sow to the spirit because your labor is not in vain and he said um, th- when he dispatched the angels to assist the Holy Spirit, he said, "These angels going to stay around you, okay? I don't know what's to come, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be a whole lot of different gifts, supernatural like crazy. All right. Um, uh, and he uh, now reason why these angels, Jesus know what he's doing because you got you got the body of Christ in the four corners of earth because since the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was speaking in different languages for a reason. So he, the Holy Spirit been at work, okay, since the day of Pentecost. The first miracle, he spoke in multiple languages. But Jesus showed me, I saw a whole lot of angels, oh, my God, through the Holy Spirit. A lot of angels assisting uh, the body of Christ, Spread it out. It was like lights of angels circling around. The light and, he, and Jesus gave me the, um, the scripture of Elijah. Elijah he said "If I, um, and then Jesus gave me the scripture that um, Malachi 3 he don't change and Jesus said he's the same yesterday today forevermore he said if I did it for Elijah and I did it for Job he's going to do it for the body of Christ next year the Lord's will so we always hate the Lord's will if it's the Lord's will because we can't boast for tomorrow but I'm going to tell you what the Holy Ghost yes. showed me things to come so James Pastor James Joshua Eric, Jason, desire spiritual gifts. Angels are spirits, and they're going to be on assignment, and they're going to help the Holy Spirit inside of you. So when you desire these spiritual gifts, Holy Ghost is going to flow like crazy out of you, just just, just yield to him. And, and just like you uh, gave the testimony, uh, 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 Jason, uh, or, or was it James, about the young lady, you created a talent through the Holy Spirit. You that's it. So you keep keep shining your light, keep keep creating talents. Um uh, that's uh, creating gifts, keep inspiring, keep it, keep, keep working in the vineyard, just keep working, keep sowing, keep sowing, keep sowing, especially in the giving. When you're doing with a fast, and also you could get overwhelmed with blessings and favor, not only if if you afflict, I was just telling the person person who is afflicted, because some don't don't play with the symphony. It's not time to be to cater to the carnal mind because that will choke the word out when you when you cater to the things of this world. It choked the word literally out of you, okay? To the point, if you find yourself, oh, I can't remember the scripture. I can't remember the scripture. Uh, you got to check yourself. Check yourself. And, and from head to toe, just like the Bible said, let every man examine himself. We got to work out our own soul salvation and fear and trembling, okay? Because uh, 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 Jesus said, I'm, can I read the scripture, Pastor James, very fast? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, this is what Jesus said. All right. And, and and um and and this is scripture I want to share to the body of Christ that the spirit of Christ told me to share. Uh, it's, it's coming out of um I share it all the time. It's Proverbs chapter 20, Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. That's Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27, right? Uh, I just want to know, uh, uh, like uh, Eric was saying, the Holy Spirit is inside of us it has been converted. okay, When we went down under that water, um you've been born of the water of the Spirit, of the Spirit. See, now we are spirit. So as newborn babes, the Bible said, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So God cultivate us through the Word of Jesus Christ, right? So you're gonna God said, told me, we are he's creating strong men. Strong man, whether you male or female, he's creating strong man spirits. And Jesus was showing me, he showed me a ready church. The ark is the Holy Ghost. Okay. And you're going to mount with wings as eagle, according to Isaiah. Okay. Prophecy. All right. Uh, uh, these strong man, uh, it, 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 the whole, like when I say the Holy Spirit, is like the ark because it's never going to leave you. It's gonna be with for you forever until you get your glorified body, according to Second Corinthians. Okay, so the um, uh, reason why I was showing you the spirit, all right, according to Proverbs chapter twenty, all right, Proverbs chapter twenty, verse twenty-seven, and it said, "The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly." So we know that your your spirit is a candle of the Lord. All right. All right, so now let's go to Revelations chapter 2. All right, that's why you want to get that book, so you when you start praying scriptures, praying scriptures, Holy Ghost got something to work with, and and, and let Holy Ghost just allow the Father just cultivate you into a strong man as you pass all your tests. Now, I reason really why I'm showing that, in Revelations chapter, I want you to I remember candlesticks. All right? We are the body of Christ. All right? So, in Revelation chapter two, verse five, he said, "Remember therefore from without thou art fallen." So when you when you battle your inner your inner your inner flesh by killing it every day, modifying your members, putting it on the cross every day, it's a battle every day. Every second is a battle. Okay, even at night, it's a battle. Okay, but you want your you want to be cultivated through the Holy Spirit into a strong man. Okay. All right, so he said in remember Revelation chapter 2, verse 5. He said, Remember therefore from what thou fallen and repent and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee, I will come unto thee quickly and remove thy candlestick out of his place. You see that? Okay, except thou repent. So if the Holy Ghost convict you to stop doing whatever you're doing and you don't listen jesus saying he's going to remove that that holy spirit that candlestick, the spirit man right? we know that your conscience that the spirit of man is the candle of the lord you see that the spirit of man is the candle of the lord and jesus got all authority according to matthew chapter 28 jesus got all power and authority over heaven and earth okay he's over the body of christ he's the head of the church all right jesus letting him know that you just can't be lukewarm in this walk okay as you as you work out your own soul salvation you you listen don't play we're in the body of Christ. It, 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 who much is given, much is required. What I mean by that, because when judgment started in the house of God, okay, the one that know the more as called through intimate relationship. You are required. you at a higher level. Yes, you're going to level. You're going to level and up sick, according freely, to... Freely have received, freely give. Right. So, when you level up in the Lord, Second uh, uh, Peter says that desire to the sins make of the word of God that you may grow Thereby. You're going to grow and, and God's going to level you up. He's going to exalt you in his due time as you pass the test. So, so yield always to the Holy Spirit because Jesus says you, you constantly confess your sins, whether you did it or not. Don't, you know, don't, don't offend nobody. Just keep sowing in the spirit because I want you, I wanted to point out that your spirit, man, is going to be cultivated into a golden candlestick because Jesus said he walked in the midst of the seven candlesticks, which is, this is the body of Christ. They've been test, tried, and proven, and, and these nine fruit attributes of the fruit of the Spirit, it, it's been tried in the fire of God. Okay? Every man is going to be tried by in the fire of the Lord. Okay? So, God tests us. Okay? Uh, so, and I'll just let you know, uh, when God cultivates the love fruit in you, Okay? pass your test. When God cultivates the joy spirit in you, pass your test. And all this is start within us. Did you know by you being a cultivated church, you're a royal priest, and you're commanding the heavenly hosts. okay? That's why he tied up this. Uh, uh, that's why my avatar is named King and Priest, because I come in the value of a book written on me. I'm not trying to over-talk, but, but um, yeah. I just wanted to point out how powerful the body of Christ is, okay? And what Jesus was sharing with me, when the church is going to be fully ready, I'm telling you, uh, 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 and, and it's going to be a whole lot of soul winning. I mean, it's going to be the devil is going to be beat down like crazy. All right. To the point the beast was rising up against the church, uh, according to Daniel chapter eight. All right. Reason why he rose up against the church, because the Holy Spirit was was illuminating. I mean, so bright. It was a whole lot of hot, cold Christians, like crazy, of the fivefold ministry. And what Jesus was showing me, which caused the son of addition to rise up against the church, according to Daniel 8. Daniel 8 said, let's go to Daniel 8 real fast. I'm going to share what Jesus showed me. Daniel 8, verse 13. Daniel 8. And it says, I'm going to read it in uh, verse 13. This is what's going to happen. This is why, um, th- when um, hey King, real this quick, is what's going to call? Yeah,
0: yeah. Let me uh, let me get Joshua back in here. I want to play him this message real quick, and then uh, uh, well, it doesn't show that
6: he's left yet.
9: Hey Josh, still there? He might have killed the app, and then it's still trying to.
6: Okay. Reconnect. Oh, you got unless you get a phone call.
9: Yeah. Sometimes you get a it's phone call.
6: Like we'll give him a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So I'll do that sometime. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I passed it. Okay. Um, this is this is us in a four the earth, according to Daniel eight prophecy, uh, which is going to cause the rapture to take place, according to uh, Daniel twelve. Um, but Daniel eight verse thirteen, um, I'm gonna read it in the New uh, Living Translation, and it said, "I heard I heard the two holy ones talking to each other." And one of them asks, "How long will it, will the events, how long will the the events of this vision last? How long will the uh, will uh, will, will, the, will the rebellion that caused the, uh, destruction to stop? The daily sacrifices, is what we doing every day? We we present our body as a living sacrifice every day. That's that's, that's like uh, because we are kings and priests. Okay, according to Revelation chapter um chapter one, Jesus made us kings and priests." Yeah. So we offer daily sacrifice with our bodies to the Holy Spirit. That's why he said, how long um, will the uh, um, re- rebellion that caused um this, 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 discretion, a little, of, a little bit of discretion that stopped the daily step see distractions, stop the daily sacrifice. How long will the temple of heaven, the temple and the heavens army be, um, be trampled on trampled on? Okay, and it means, uh in and and, and, and other terms, let me say stomped on. All right, so if we're going to be handed over, uh, and, and, and this this son of perdition is going to rise up against the, the body of Christ because the Holy Spirit is, is going to illuminate us like crazy, according to Mark 16, all right? I'm telling you, uh, Jesus said, you're going to do greater works. This is coming. Just get ready. I mean, that's why Jesus has showed me through the Holy Spirit, all right, because Holy Ghost, that's what he did. These saints, that's why he putting these angels around us like crazy. Come next year, yeah. I'm telling you, everything you're doing, Pastor, is not in vain. It's all predestined, according to Ephesians yeah. one. Well, hey, real
0: quick, I'm gonna go ahead and play these two messages uh, from Annabelle. They are for Joshua. Uh, Joshua, they had a they had a long day today uh, out in the streets of Atlanta. They went out and uh, preached the word, ran up against some some heavy opposition. And then he had a deliverance session that he went to afterwards. But I'm going to go ahead and play these for him so that they'll be on the recording and he can listen to them later. Okay,
8: Joshua, on. let me encourage you, brother. You only need to know the word. Yes, it's important that we know addresses to give reference to non-believers or to even fellow Christians if they need advice on where to go and they don't know how to get there. But the main thing is knowing what the word says. That's the main thing. I mean, look at Jesus when he was being tempted by satan he didn't say it is written in the book of blah 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 at this chapter in this verse he just said it is written in quoted scripture Amen. so don't worry about it god's got you
0: yep, all right and her second one
8: okay this is the last time i'm gonna leave a message guys i'm so sorry I'm not trying to take up your time but first john 1 okay. 9 if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness Ezekiel 36, starting at the 25th verse, going through the 27th, that he will sprinkle clean water on us and that we will be cleansed, that he will purify us of all of our unrighteousness and our idols, that he will take our heart of stone and he will give us a heart of flesh, that he will put his spirit within us and cause us to walk in his statutes and obey his commands. So
9: good.
0: Amen. Amen. No, All right, brother. Go ahead. Don't,
9: don't worry about taking up time, Annabelle. You know, we we love hearing your input. I appreciate you sending it. So feel free to leave any message you want.
0: Yeah, same. You know, that's what this show's about. Is is we are we built this to to further broaden the 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 body of Christ, and it was it's not about you know who's standing in the limelight, who's getting to say this and say that when it is. Like, King, when you're going on, man, and you're, you're, you're hitting that scripture and you're, you're, you're driving it home, dude, you're swinging for the fences and you're knocking, knocking them out, man. So we're standing, on, we're standing on the bases waiting for you to swing us home. Same with Brother Eric. Brother Eric's so good with the scripture. I've, I've just been radically saved for a little over a year, but I just know what my purpose is. I know what I was commissioned by Jesus to do, and I'm going to, as, as hard as I work for the enemy, I'm going to work harder for Jesus Christ, and his load is easier to bear. And that's what I'm, that's what we've all done. That's what we're here to do is just to keep spreading that gospel. And I'm glad that I have guys like you on the team doing this stuff because it makes it that much easier when you're surrounded by a good team. You know, that's just how it is.
6: Yeah. And I'll praise to the Holy Spirit. And and one thing about the Holy Spirit, uh, when God uses us uh, through, the, through the comforter and uh, uh, Jesus, the way they, the, the way it worked, the well, Holy Spirit was sharing me. Uh, we got to keep a low mind. Uh, the Bible said, "Put on a garment of humility." Okay, yes. because God can't use a a, a pride mind; it, mm-hmm. He He'll walk past it. Holy Spirit, it, it just can't re, you, uh, do what He need to do. All right, so if we just keep um, that, that garment of humility and keep a humble mind, okay, God, you will see God just resurrect. I mean, He just He He's so awesome. And look, I, 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 you're looking at a person. I, I know God is so real because if God converted me when I first got saved, um, I couldn't read Bible. I couldn't read nothing. I couldn't read nothing on this. I, listen, when you, if you gave me the Bible and you tell me to read the title, when I first got saved, I couldn't read it. I couldn't read that. Okay, so I couldn't even read Genesis. But when God blessed me with the Holy Spirit. I mean I could I mean oh, I could read anything I read college level now it's like it's like the Holy Spirit just like jesus said so uh, a, I, I, listen he, he is so awesome man i that's why nobody I can't listen I, no atheist cannot tell me God ain't real, okay and <laughs> mm-hmm. the Holy Ghost will allow me to use this same Bible to make a make a um because he used me before on several atheists I saw the atheist the man was crying. He's an he's anchor on a radio show, uh, an actual live anchor, uh, Peter J. Uh, with WLRN. But he started crying. He was tearing up because one thing about the Holy Spirit, like God said, like Jesus said, you ain't got to go with no script. The Holy Ghost is going to do it. He's going to glorify Jesus Christ. I'm mean, like crazy. And and I, yeah, I, I, I try to stay as humble as I can, but we get all praise to the Father. For His plan, giving us His Son Jesus Christ, and Jesus turned yes. around and gave us His Holy Spirit. Take advantage. If Jesus gave you the light, don't be like the one that buried the talent That's and, right. and put it in a napkin. Let it shine. Yes. He gave you the light. He gave James, Pastor James. He gave Eric a light. He gave. I'm gonna use this light. I'm gonna let That's it shine. Right. That's right.
0: Hey, real quick, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, get Big T in here. Uh, Travis has been a little under the weather. He missed out on the the past couple of shows. But he's in now, and I just want to uh, just want to hear from him real quick, brother. How you doing tonight?
11: Hey, brother, can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Yeah, we got you. Cool. Yeah, I'm doing a lot better, man. I'm doing a lot better. Thank y'all. Yeah, I was listening a little bit last week. Uh, I didn't get to listen to a whole lot, but I did listen to some. But yeah got diagnosed with uh, COVID and
9: uh, yeah, I, uh, I got it in the name of Jesus. Yeah,
11: yeah. And this is, this is actually something that I've been struggling with because I, I know my brothers, you know, James, Josh, I know y'all definitely do not believe in the vaccine and I, I'm really torn between it, because see, I got the vaccine a long time ago, like back in June, because John Farley, he's uh, my brother, and he has MS. And in order to be around him, I could not consciously be around him, knowing that I could compromise his immune system. Because if he gets it, he's he's been pretty much told he will die. So... That was kind of a canoe. I, I like to use the word canoe, where it, it will be used to to, to to get something done. But I, I know my brothers, y'all have concerns about that, and I've been really praying about it. Like, did I make a mistake? You know
9: what? The, the good thing is, even if you made a mistake in the past, you know, you pray about it. God reveals it to you. He's He's merciful forgive us our mistakes and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness the bible says confess your sins one to another and god is faithful oh, i forgot the rest of the verse but it says he's faithful and just to come, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness so even if you did make a mistake you know it'll be all right because you will come to realize that and then god will forgive you now at at that time a long time ago you know there wasn't as much information out about that vaccine as there is now so at that time the the prevailing opinion was that it would prevent you from spreading the the virus to people around you and we, we now know that that's not true but at that time that's what they were saying so it's understandable it, to be in your position to say you know hey i have this this close relative or friend who has this other Comorbidity that puts him at risk. You know, maybe I want to do this to to lower the risk that I'm going to spread something to him. yeah From a a natural perspective, that makes sense.
0: The scripture where he says uh that God gives us uh the ability to uh to trample on scorpions and to drink anything uh poisonous. We can take that as as well. You
9: says if you drink any if you drink anything poisonous it won't harm you, it's it's not saying to go and drink poison just to yes, tempt God, no. because it also says do not test right. the Lord your God. But yeah, it's saying. But you know, this if,
0: vaccine could be just yeah. the same way, you know. Like you weren't willingly drinking anything poison. You didn't, you know, take it because you knew that it was poison and you wanted to test God. You took it because you wanted to. I love my
11: neighbor. I love my brother.
0: Yeah, you wanted yeah. to protect your your brother, so God's going to protect you in that same way. And I'll go ahead and turn it back over to the other pastors there.
9: Yeah. I'll, so I'm, I'm not speaking, I'm speaking up from your perspective at that time, you know, that, that makes sense. You know, I'm unnecessarily going to hold that against you, but obviously I'm not, I'm not the judge of the situation. God, God's the judge of that situation. I can just say, you know, I, I understand where you were coming from at that time. My perspective on, on the vaccine and honestly, any, any vaccinations, my, my wife and I, we've, come to this realization rather recently you know I, I grew up taking vaccines you know thinking there were nothing wrong with them you know they're they're just what you do That that's what everyone is taught you know you just do this thing it's just what you do you know it's the normal the Holy Spirit really convicted convicted of us of that when we were raising our kids to be vaccinated our, our oldest daughter she's three now we had been vaccinating her uh, with the, the schedule that the pediatricians recommended. And then when she was about two, um, we, we were praying and then the Holy Spirit impressed upon us, you know, why, why even were we doing that? You know, what, what was the reason for doing that? In the natural, you think, okay, so the vaccine is gonna make my immune system stronger so it can either better combat some, some infection or disease or some virus. <clears throat> or if something happens, you know my body will know how to react. But that's in the natural. So, do is that something that we need? The Bible tells us to not trust, not put our trust in man, but to put our trust in God. It tells us that anyone who trusts in man, um, yeah, I gotta look at the, the exact verse, but
6: that's uh, that's uh, uh, Isaiah. I mean, sorry, Jeremiah um, seventeen. It says Umbr man. Let me get it real yeah. fast. Uh yeah. It said, Um, is the man that trusts yeah. in the Lord, and whose hope is the Lord, and he is uh, he is like a tree planted by the wa- by the waters, and that spreadeth her roots uh, by the river, and shall not see when heat cometh, but uh, her her leaf shall be green and shall not be uh careful. And he said, In the year of drought. Neither shall yeah. cease from yielding fruit. The heart is the above uh, Okay, I want to get to that part where you were yeah, saying. That's exactly um, the,
9: the The contrasting, that is Jeremiah seventeen five, where it says, Cursed is the man who trusts in man, makes flesh his strength. Right, excuse me, whose heart departs from the Lord. And then it goes on to explain what, what will happen. But the, the contrast there is you can either trust in man, which brings a curse, or you can trust in the Lord which brings a blessing. So when we're trusting in the, the wisdom of man and the, the mechanisms of man for our protection and for the protection of our neighbors, we're falling in line with that verse there that says, cursed is the man who trusts in man. Now, I'm not giving medical advice or saying, don't, don't vaccinate if you don't, haven't had that revelation yourself. But from my reading of the scripture, I've come to believe that really, we, we can't rely on the wisdom of man for anything because the bible tells us clearly to trust in the lord so that's why we're no longer vaccinating our children we're no longer taking any vaccines ourselves. i would die before i take this vaccine or any other vaccine because i know that if i trust in the lord he's going to provide another way for instance if the lord gives me a direction to go minister in another country um, for some reason there's now a vaccine mandate to fly I know without a shadow of a doubt, God is going to provide an alternate route for me to get to that country without having to compromise on the revelations that he's given me. So you have to get the revelation yourself. So you read the scripture and see what what the Holy Spirit speaks to you. But the way that I read that, you know, we can't in good conscience take this vaccine or other vaccines from the perspective of saying, oh, this is going to protect my neighbor. This is going to protect me. Because what we're saying is this this thing from man is going to provide this benefit to me. And we're then putting our trust in that thing from man. Do you get what I'm saying?
11: I do. Do you take any precautions that you can, as much as you can, like vitamins? Because I know when I got sick, the first thing, you know, you guys, and I love y'all so much. And that, it's, it's, that's the reason why I think I feel so conflicted is because I feel so close to you. Yeah. And it's so weird because we just met. But I all automatically felt like I had betrayed y'all's trust, but I didn't even know y'all when I got the vaccine, and my heart was in the right place. And like yeah. you said with the scripture, that if you did that and you didn't mean to do anything wrong against the Lord, which by no means would I ever want to, to offend my God, to offend Jesus, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes me cry to think that I did, But because, I mean, I do have other sins that I struggle with, and we'll get to those later, because I definitely want deliverance from those. James, I know you can understand that. You tell tell me all the time, hey, I'm on fire for God, but I got to hop over here with Jason or Josh or, or Eric and, and get deliverance from these things that I'm still struggling with. And I, I need that as well. But that's a story for, for another for another podcast. But, you know, um, do you do anything, like, obviously, there's the six-foot distancing, the washing your hands, you know, do okay. you... Do you do as much as you can to try to, you know, not consume the media to say, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. But just in your heart, that you know, there are certain things you should and shouldn't do.
9: Yeah, I'll I'll tell you what I do. The the Bible says, Jesus said, if you drink my flesh and, or eat my flesh and drink my blood, I'll abide in you and you'll abide in me. What I do with my family is we take communion. We do it every day. That's one way that we can save save off sickness and disease. The Bible says, is this not the fast I was looking for? You go on a little bit. This is in Isaiah and it says, Your healing will come forth speedily. So I fast regularly. That's another thing that I do to stave off sickness and disease. As you can tell, you know, I'm I'm coughing a little bit. So right now, you know, just like believers can be poor, believers can also get sick if they're not fully walking in the way that the scripture tells them to walk. So I I take communion, I fast regularly, I, I stay in the scriptures and I pray and I read the the word. The Bible says that scripture is Scripture itself is life. It's healing. It brings healing to their, to to your flesh. So one way to to bring healing and, and walk in health is to stay in the Word and be reading the scriptures. Now, any of the recommendations from man that you mentioned? No, I I don't do those because that stuff is the wisdom of man, and I don't trust in the wisdom wisdom of man. I trust in the wisdom of God. So, I'm not saying that, especially like for non-believers, for people who don't have the Holy Spirit, you know. They have to do everything that they can. They can only trust in the wisdom of man. So they, they should be doing whatever the, the medical experts say to do. But for us, we're not of the world. You know, We're in the world. We live in the world. But we're no longer of the world. We're not citizens of the world. We're now citizens of the, we're now citizens of the kingdom of God. So now we have to follow the directions of the kingdom of God and, and the directions that God gives us in the word. So those, those are the well, things that I do. Like as far as like, I mean, I know a lot of companies.
11: Come in our gro- grocery store. You got to wear a mask.
9: Will you go in and not? And then if they say something, they just leave? So I, uh, this is my personal conviction. Again, you know, when this pandemic was first starting, we were at a church over in coming, <coughs> Excuse me, and that that church closed down. But when they opened back up, they they opened up for online services, and they wanted the worship team to come in and play worship for the online service. I, I'm, I was on the worship team at that church. But one of their directions was that the worship team would have to wear a mask on the way in. You know, I I thought about doing that, and it just felt dirty to me in my spirit. So I, I had a strong conviction to not wear the mask. I didn't know why yet. You know, I went to one of those practices, and I kind of wore it. I kind of took it off just to because I, I knew that I was called to do worship, and, and still am. As you guys know, I was doing worship at Christ Fellowship as well. And then I, I just, it just felt so terribly wrong to wear the mask at all. So after praying and asking the Holy Spirit, you know, why, why was it like that? You know, why were you giving me that, that direction? And he, he just told me that it's, it's a sign when you, wear the, when you wear a mask, it's a sign that you're putting yourself in alignment with the devil's agenda. The, one of the ways that a covenant is sealed is by the exchanging of garments or by the exchanging of clothes. So as you take that garment that the world is using to represent compliance with the, the world's agenda and you put it on your body, you're saying that you're falling in line or putting yourself in line with the world's plan there. That's, that's the explanation there. But the conviction that I had was to not wear a mask for any reason. So if I go into a store that says you got to wear masks, I'm not going to wear it at all. If somebody says anything to me, I'll say, oh, I can't wear one. And then usually they're like, oh, OK, and they, they let it go. Some of them are going to push a little harder. If they say something like "why," then I'll, I'll say sometimes I'll say I have a medical issue. That medical issue is that I don't want to wear a mask. I don't tell them that part. I'll just say, "Oh, I can't wear it. it's a medical issue." Honestly speaking, it reducing the the airflow gives me that gives me headaches. You know it, so that that's a real medical issue. So I can use that excuse, and then oftentimes at that point they're like, "Okay, it's fine." If you get to a store where they're like, you know, we don't have any exceptions whatsoever, you have to wear one, then I just leave. You know, I don't want to give them my money anyway. I am going to take okay. my money elsewhere where they're not totally bought into the world's the world system and the antichrist spirit that's at work. So, that's what I do about the masks. And and right now I don't fly. I don't take any trains. I don't care, you know, if God tells me to go somewhere else, like he has, he's going to provide another way, which he has. You know, like I mentioned last week, My family. We just sold our house. We're buying a motorhome, and then we're going to be ministering on the road where God tells us to go using that motorhome, so we don't have to fly anywhere. We can just drive there. That's
11: Um, obviously the the one big thing is scripture. I I like scripture to study and to manifest, and just really got it on my heart because I want to have that that weapon on me to 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 always strengthen me and guide me as far as, you know, scripture yeah. to, to back out, you know, yeah. what I need to read, what I need to learn, what I need to pray over.
9: Yeah. And I, I love your heart, Travis, because the, the scripture is offensive. You know, when, when somebody is trying to do the right thing and they I'm talking about you right now. So if you were you're trying to do the right thing by, by your, I think you said it was your brother or your friend, you're trying to do the right thing by him to, to take the vaccine and prevent, potentially prevent his getting sick. And then you, you come to find out that maybe that wasn't necessarily the right thing before God, you know, that's offensive. The, the, the person, or like the, the default action that a person would, would take is like, Oh, you know, I'm not going to just kind to get offended at that. And I'm going to stop listening. You know, I'm just trying to do the right thing. So whatever you say, you know, I'm not even going to listen anymore, So that's not what you're doing. You're, you're still here with your ears open, just listening, trying to, trying to do right thing by God and, and I really love that. So We have this message from Annabelle, she's saying a prayer over you, so I'm gonna go ahead and play
8: that. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray over my dear brother who has taken the vaccine and Father, I ask on his behalf, Lord, that you forgive him if what he did was not pleasing to you, oh God. Lord, we pray that the thoughts of our minds and our hearts, that they be pleasing to you, that the meditation of our hearts be pleasing to you, O Lord. And Heavenly Father, I stand in the gap and I intercede for my brother in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Christ over him. If there was anything harmful in that substance, it will not touch his body. I decree and declare health and healing to my brother in the name of Jesus. Satan, anything that you sent against my brother to steal, kill, or destroy anything concerning him, for his health. I bind rebuke and command you to take your hand off of him and give him back sevenfold everything that you are trying to steal from him in the name of Jesus. Brother, you are safe.
10: Hallelujah. Yes. Wow. Huh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My yeah. God.
0: Man. My ooh, God. Ooh. This, this has turned into really one of the Best things that I could have in my life right now, and and to see this team grow, Annabelle, uh, King, you know the uh, T U, you know Shane, Shane uh, doesn't really get on anymore, but to to see this this team growing, and it's it's not just central to to where we're at, you know, here in in Georgia, this is it's we're reaching all over the place, King. I'm not sure where you're from, but. To know we had Annie, Annie's in Texas, you know, we and just to see this thing growing and that to know that the true church the, the body of Christ, not a structure that keeps you out of the rain or keeps you cool and air-conditioned or warm in the winter, but the human body, the church, the real standing church of God, the church of Jesus is standing strong and making ways and pushing forth the gospel. It's, 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 I, I can't even put to words how grateful I am to our Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, and I'm just, I'm so glad that we're all together, and I just, I love you guys. I bless you. I bless your words. I bless each step that you take. Let your your steps and your words go forth and penetrate those hardened hearts of those that are lost. Let us all stand as the city on the hill shedding light into the darkness and let those lost come to us like moths to the flame that they know when we enter a room that there is something in us, something that is stirring in us, that is, that is stirring every demon inside them and let them demons know fear when they see us. As King was talking earlier, the demons are nothing but fear. That's what they feed on and when they look at to a true child of Jesus Christ, a true child of God, that they shiver and the bowels of hell shake when we step onto the plane, when we step foot out the door, when we wake up in the morning. Let those demons fear us and hear our names being called by each and every angel of protection, every warring angel that's surrounding us right now. And we will stand boldly and decapitate, decapitate these demons and send them back to a dry land Father, I love you and I thank you. Yalamo shasanklieta pakia la hakoro un lata pakia na masha sanklieta koro un kapira asha sanklieta alu un lama hakoro usha. I love you guys. I love you guys. Oh, it's so good.
6: Hallelujah! My God, Pastor Pastor James, you're awesome. Our I, I brother Eric. Amen. I, you know, I I and I use I use Jesus angels on Psalms 91 trapping. I pray <laughs> mm-hmm. Psalms 91 every day, faithfully, mm. allowing the angels to excel in strength. I make Jesus I take my prayer and Jesus just say, granted, it, hallelujah. The Bible said, God said we have not because we ask not. So that's why we have to stay humble and just ask the Father. He said, Pray without ceasing, like Brother Eric saying. So it, and he was sharing how he worked out his own so like just like the father said, let every man work out his own soul salvation in fear and trembling. So we can only shine a light by like Pastor James said. And and Jesus was t- woke me up wee out in the morning and told me, and he gave me Exodus 12. And uh he said, He God said he going to see the blood. And he and, and Jesus broke it down through the Holy Spirit to me, he said. Uh, tell my people, you don't have to walk around with a bucket of his blood. He said, "Just speak the blood.
2: That's Just right. speak
6: the blood." He said, "Say, because." And he gave me Revelation uh, chapter twelve. He, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. So we testifying with our supplication, the word of God. Right. So this is our testimony. This is our sword of the spirit. Okay. Yeah. And we gonna we using Jesus angels. And we're gonna testify with the blood, just like uh, the, the sister was she was she would she was testifying and commanding Jesus Angel, loose. You you would you would not touch my brother. See, so we thank God for the body of Christ. But I pray Psalms 91 to an excellent prayer. Uh uh, and God been protecting me. And I, and a co-worker was telling me, he said, Man, because I'm in a essential employee. He said, oh, we what keeping you through all of this? I said, first. I always pray Psalms 91 since the pandemic as an essential employee. And he said, um, I said, and then the Holy Spirit told me to tell him, I said, just repent. Stop. Whatever yeah. your sins is, repent because his grace is sufficient. So you can always go to the bank of Jesus Christ and
7: mm-hmm. plead the
6: blood over your sins. Okay. In the form of repentance and plot the blood because the Bible said, may your spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless until the coming of the Lord, like Brother Eric was saying. He's making sure his spirit, soul, and body, the Bible says, be preserved blameless. Because it's Jesus mm. said to them that endure until the end. Because the, according to the scriptures, you be blessed if you don't taste death because you, endure, you maintain in your salvation walk. That's the only way the angel's going to camp around you. That's the only way you're going to keep your heads of protection. Uh, you're going to keep your heads of protection. You're going to keep your wall of fire. Okay. you a city set up on a hill. And you are, you are, you are this you're a defensive city. you like a walking battlehouse church, temple of the Holy Spirit, protected, heavily guarded. Okay. So you want Jesus to put armies of angels, just like he did with Elijah, and let God create you into his strong man Well. These spirits will respect you. And they're going to say, Pastor James, I know. Brother Eric, I know. But who are you? You know what I'm saying? You want to be known in the spirit realm as you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Okay? So yeah. let it be known. They're going to say, King James coming. Brother, we got King Eric. He, he down the street. Him and his wife. He got a trailer home too, y'all. We need to scatter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. with his army. Because <laughs> we can't see... We can't see on army, but just know, uh, just like the Bible said, desire spiritual gifts, I be, I be, I could feel angels around me. I could I can even feel evil spirits. So discerning the spirits, just like it said in Corinthians. So we got these, so, so th- these offices, it's all one spirit. But you could, you could just like God said, I I, be, I say, Lord, in my prayer, I say, Lord, you say desire spiritual gifts, bless me with spiritual gifts, bless me spiritual gifts. And I start perceiving through discerning the spirit. Yeah, I could good. know when something, something ain't right about this person and 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 they'd be like, oh, how you know it's the Holy Spirit because God good. told us this, these are the spiritual gifts. That's it.
0: All right, real quick, we'll play, uh, play Annabelle's uh, next message here.
8: Honey, this is to the man who had taken the vaccine. The Lord wants you to know. He's telling me to tell you right now Thank you so much, Holy Spirit. He loves you. He knew that you were going to get the shot already. He knows what you're going to do five minutes from now, five years from now, 50 years from now. He knows what you're going to do. Birth to death, he knows everything. And he took everything into account when he died on the cross for your sins. The Lord is telling me to tell you to decree and declare over yourself that you have the mind of Christ. That if you confess your sins, you will be forgiven. That God hears your prayers that he wants you to prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers stay in the word do not allow the enemy to infiltrate your mind yes. with thoughts of fear fears of the devil god has you god loves you you are safe in his arms start to speak scripture over yourself and reject the lies the enemy is trying to send
0: yes annabelle you Absolutely. are awesome sister i love you and i thank you so much oh, I- this week Thank you you' were all fired. Enough. Great this 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 week's show is they've been getting progressively better and better and better and this week's show is just off the charts. I, I'm so honored that we have all found each other the way we have and you know let's go back to talking about what happened with Jason and and uh, Joshua today in Atlanta. We've had the past two weeks before this week, so I'll say the last three weeks, that we went out there and we just, we murdered the demons, man. We were casting out demons. We've seen 10 salvations in the past three weeks. We've seen deliverance. We had people come back and and recommit themselves to Christ. Before that, we were just plowing. We were plowing. It was hard, man. It was it was, you would go out there and it would seem dry, dry, dry. And then the, then we have breakthrough Travis, when you came down and uh, we had that big crew that went out, 20 of us went out uh, in the streets of Atlanta, Woodruff park and and was preaching the word. And we had breakthrough after breakthrough. The next week was breakthrough breakthrough. And then we had this week. Uh, I wasn't there. Like I said, I was up in Kentucky, but I was, I was following what was happening. And even with, them losing the ability to amplify their voices and and reach out like like pastor Jason was uh, wanting to do they got to do one-on-one ministry up close and personal and and like uh brother Joshua was saying he, you know they they got to approach people that otherwise wouldn't have been coming to us like they have been in the past couple of weeks and i think that is just because God wanted them to slow down, wanted us to slow down at that part because he was going to bless us in another part. And I think tonight's show on here shows that blessing that we have We have built a community here that's going to only go further. King, anytime you're doing a show, let me know, man, if you want to hook me up as, as a, a guest host, I'd love to come on with you. Brother Eric, you know, we're always going to be doing this together. Uh, any, Annabelle, anybody else that's listening, Anytime that we can get something going, I, will, I would love to get on and talk more scripture with you guys anytime.
6: Oh, absolutely. And what we're doing now, uh, the gates of heaven are always open on, it, according to Isaiah 26. Uh, they, they will never stop uh, closing because Jesus said we could go in and out and find pastures I'm just letting you know in the spiritual walk, uh, when you go out there and do the spiritual warfare, uh, Jesus told me to let you know uh, when you go. Uh, with two or more, he said, um, you could bless that city, and you could commit uh, when you command the host of heaven to set up camp in the four corners, right, mm-hmm. to isolate you from from attacks. All right, because just like God said, we have not, can we ask not. <laughs> so you, he gonna he gonna disperse them, and so and you gonna say, I bind backlash. So when you cast out devils, because sometimes these devils, when the devil going and accuse um, them. Uh, concerning their, their their working of iniquity because th- you, they have to reap what they sow. So um, when when they fall in the traps and they keep playing with debate, um uh, uh there's court going on in the in the in the courtroom and God is El Shaddai, yeah. right? You got Jesus yeah. Christ according to first John two, Jesus Christ is the is the advocate of the sins of the world. And you got Satan, he's the prosecutor, okay, as the chooser of the brethren.
4: What's that?
0: <laughs> sound like he was having some uh some family issues there real quick but uh ain't nothing wrong with that we're all family men so we know how that is that's that's what happens when when you got some kids around but uh i'm gonna go ahead uh eric do you have anything else you want to input on here because i want to go ahead and jump off here shortly uh get in the shower and wash this day off of me uh but go ahead brother eric and and
9: yep yeah. So Absolutely. what you got? So one of the verses that I was talking about is in James five sixteen. This is what I was mentioning to you, Travis. It says, "Confess your trespasses to one another, and pray for one another that you may be healed." So one of the ways that that healing and protection from sicknesses and diseases comes is through confession to each other and then praying for each other, which is what we've done tonight. So rest assured that you you have nothing to worry about for adverse effects or, or other injury from the, the decision that you took at that time, you know, like Annabelle was saying, you know, God knew that that was going to happen and he still partitioned that, that measure of grace to be given to you and the measure of faith. And with that faith, you know, you can believe and and pray the scriptures on yourself and, and walk in that healing. I also wanted to touch a little bit on the, the things that we were talking about earlier with the works of the flesh you know we mentioned how if you submit to your or if you give in to your flesh, you're going to be producing the works of the flesh, and it was that list of, of negative things that that you produce. I wanted to point out how in um, I have a bunch of tabs open right now in my Bible. okay, so it was in First Corinthians. And First Corinthians 9.27, so this is where Paul is writing, obviously, to the Corinthian, the church in Corinth, and he's saying well, let me go back to 9.26, so it says, therefore I run thus, or this way, not with uncertainty this is the way I fight, not as one who beats the air, and he says but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection so he's saying right here, he's, he's disciplining his body or his flesh He's bringing it into suggestion, so we know that the flesh is going to be warring against our spirit, because as it's said in Galatians, our fear, our spirit wants to please God, but our flesh wants to please itself. It's saying, "Walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh." Again, this is Galatians 5:16. Uh, for if the flesh lusts against the spirit, for the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another. So we have to constantly be putting our flesh under, defeating our flesh, disciplining it so that our spirit can take ownership or take authority over it. Again, First Corinthians 9.27. But I discipline my body and bring it into suggestion, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. So Paul here is writing about a, a discreet and real possibility That after preaching and teaching and doing works and and doing wonderful things in Jesus' name, we can ourselves become disqualified. He's saying he disciplines his body and brings it into subjection regularly, not just one time. So if if we let our guard down and we let our flesh become stronger to a point where it's... Suddenly or its sinful desires wins out in our actions, there's the distinct possibility that we could ourselves be, become disqualified. So I, I just want to encourage you and encourage everyone listening to remember to constantly discipline your flesh. One way that you can discipline your flesh is through through fasting. The fasting is a spiritual practice where you're putting your body under, saying to your body, I'm in charge here. I am me, my spirit. I, I am my spirit. The spirit is in charge and the flesh you're going to be put under and we're not going to feed you what you're used to having. Instead, I'm going to feed my spirit at that time where normally I would be feeding my flesh. That's one way that you can discipline your body. Another way, obviously, is reading the scriptures and just being in in the word constantly, praying constantly, like the Bible says, and with all that. prayer and supplication. Go ahead.
0: On that on fast too, Travis, like you don't have to do a 24-hour total fast. Like you can, you can fast, like say your breakfast and lunch, you know, do a 6 a.m. to a 6 p.m. fast uh, or, or, you know, fast caffeine or, you know, even social media. But the, the destroying of the flesh comes through fasting the fasting food. Uh, I know Eric fasts often. Uh, What I try to do is I try to do one day a week where I fast meat. I try to do one day a week where I fast six to six. And then I do one day a week where I do a total fast where it's just water. And in doing so, it's like Eric saying, I'm doing that to destroy my flesh. And I just, I'd like to get to where I could go a couple days on a total fast You know, it's not going to hurt me. I got plenty of me around to to not worry about (laughs) (laughs) starving to death. You know, but start out simple. You know, start out small. Fast lunch. You know, do your breakfast, do your dinner, but turn your plate over during lunch and get in the scripture or, or pray for that 30 minutes. But whenever you're doing your fast, make sure you stay in prayer and make sure you stay in the word because otherwise you're just doing intermittent fasting as a diet you know if yeah. you're not praying or, or or getting into scripture then you're not doing it for for the lord for
9: jesus yeah in the scriptures almost every time that it mentions fasting very close to it if not even in the same sentence is prayer where jesus is talking about what you should do when you fast he's also immediately before that talking about when you pray do it this way when you fast do it this way when jesus is talking about that that demon that was in the boy who was plagued by epilepsy he said in some manuscripts you know this kind comes not out except by prayer and fasting
0: prayer and fasting
9: so yeah it says when the disciples were ministering to god and fasting they were they were praying at that point and listening to the holy spirit so in the bible in most situations when it's talking about fasting it's also talking about praying so if you're going to fast make sure you're also setting time aside to pray more than you normally would you know the, Yo, the easiest and, way to do it is if yeah go ahead
11: i didn't mean to cut you off i just get so excited when something comes up that i was that i was praying yeah. to yesterday to, to god about I, I do something that has changed my life i started doing bible study with my niece and it started out of a, a need because she was having trouble with school and she was having trouble with focus and her parents are concerned that she has ADD. And so they're wanting to get her tested and stuff, and I said, "Well, let's go to let's go to prayer, let's do Bible study." And so yesterday we were we were talking, and uh, it's Mark uh, chapter nine, verse one through twenty-nine. And uh, let's see if I can just get right to the potatoes of it because I don't want to keep y'all going any longer. I know you got church in the morning, but. one uh, this is verse 17 one of the men in the crowd spoke up and said teacher i brought my son so you could heal him he is possessed by an evil spirit that won't let him talk and whenever this spirit seizes him it throws him bodily to the ground then he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid so i asked to disciples to cast out the evil spirit but they couldn't do it jesus said to them you faithless people how long must i be with you how long must i put up with you bring the boy to me so they brought the boy but when the evil spirit saw Jesus, it threw the child into a violent convulsion, and, the, and he fell to the ground, writhing and foaming at the mouth. How long has this been happening? Jesus asked the boy's father. He replied, since he was a little boy, the spirit often throws him into the fire and into the water, trying to kill him. Having mercy on Have mercy on us and help us if you can. What do you mean, if I can? Jesus asked, anything is possible if a person believes. The, fatherly, the father instantly cried out, and I may have done this in front of James because I have this problem. I do believe. I have a small belief. I have a mustard-sized belief. But help me overcome my unbelief. So I often pray that because of this scripture. I do believe, but I know there is unbelief. Help me yeah. with my unbelief. When Jesus saw that, the crowd of the onlookers was growing. He rebuked the evil spirit. Listen, you spirit that makes this boy unable to hear and speak. He said, I command you to come out of this child and never answer him again. Then the spirit screamed and threw the boy into another violent convulsion and left him. The boy appeared to be dead. A murmur ran through the crowd as people said, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and helped him to his feet and he stood. Afterward, when Jesus was alone in the house with his disciples, they asked him, why couldn't we cast out that evil spirit? Now, this is something I brought up to I Call Her Sissy. Jesus replied, This kind can be cast out only by prayer. And I said, Sister, let's back up and look at the last like three or five, three to five verses or longer, almost ten verses. I said, anywhere in there, do you remember Jesus praying? I said, Does that mean that he is always in constant prayer to our Father?
9: Yeah, Jesus Jesus didn't pray for that, that little boy. In fact, if you look through all of all of the gospels. Jesus never once. Jesus never one time prayed for a sick person or prayed that somebody would would be delivered. The deliverance itself, it was always with a spoken word or with a command. Sometimes yeah, he touch. commanded,
0: proclaimed it.
9: So the the way that you do that is you're you're constantly filling up your your vessel with the glory of God, and that glory and that fire comes through prayer and through fasting. So as you fill your vessel up, you'll have this glory that's in you. This, The, the power of God to heal is as in other passages. And then you can use that glory and you you output it. You pour it out and you use that and you can bring deliverance. So in this case, all Jesus had to do was speak a word. He, he spoke to the spirit and he said, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. And that was all it took. And that spirit came out. You know, Jesus never prayed, but then he said, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and then but prayer and fasting in some versions yeah so he's not saying oh you have to
0: go ahead go ahead
5: finish up
9: i I was just saying he's not saying oh you have to pray pray in that situation he's saying you have to be constantly in prayer filling up the vessel you know getting closer to the to the god getting more fire getting more more of god's glory in you and then you come to a situation and you can utilize that that piggy bank essentially of prayer and a fasting, and you can bring deliverance and salvation in that situation. Because you live in a constant state of prayer from the time you get up to the time,
11: I mean, all day long, just do it all day long. All right, real
0: quick, I'm going to play Annabelle's message here.
8: Hey guys, so um, thank you for allowing me to chime in. I just want to release a blessing over you in the name of Jesus. I draw a hedge of protection around all of you men that are on this line right now James, Eric, King, and Travis. I draw a hedge of protection around you. And, um, and even Joshua and Jason, I draw a hedge of protection around you. I plead the blood of Christ over you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I decree and declare that you will increase, you will not decline. You are the head only, not the tail, above only, not beneath, in front only, and not behind. That you are a holy people, a special priesthood, a royal nation, part of God's chosen people. That you are blessed, you are highly favored, that God loves you, he sees you. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I ask you to position your warring angels to encamp around every man for whom I have just spoken keep the enemy away from them hide them under the shadow of your wings i decree and declare and i confuse the enemy i send praise into the camp of the enemy to confuse him in the name of jesus and i decree a blessing over hey, man. Man. <laughs> man, hey guys so, so
6: sorry
8: she is
6: a she is a prayer warrior oh my god yes is, yes is oh, know. pastor james can i share a uh, testimony with brother uh uh, uh travis Go right ahead, brother. Go right ahead. Okay. My my daughter, they wanted to put my daughter in um special ed classes, like them special classes. Uh that I you know, I was brought up in. Uh and my son. They try to put my son and my daughter. Okay, so first they tried my son. So I, I pulled out the Solomon Prayer of Second Chronicles as I was reading uh I, I was coming up reading uh Justin Cornwall book, but I've been I just applied it and kept praying scripture because I was like seeing miracles like back to back to back to back. And I'm like, OK, I went home, and rushed home. I rushed home. I said, OK, because the lady said, oh, my son was spelling, uh, getting D's and F and math. And we think we should put him in um, special ed classes and stuff like that. Make the long story short. I pull out the, uh, just like the, the pastor was saying, I pull out scriptures of Solomon asking God for wisdom. So I pray. I pray confessed confess my sins first. What I did it or not. Uh, I forgave those that trespass against me. And then I gave some praise and Thanksgiving. And then I went to the prayer of Second Chronicles and and I prayed that scripture. And then I gave my personal supplication. My personal supplication. I, I I lay hands on my son, and I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, I said, Father, I, I want my son to to uh, not be in LD classes. I want him to. To pass every uh estate exam all the way till he graduated in college. Blessed him with the wisdom like you blessed with Solomon. Mind you, I prayed the scriptures first. Okay. Jesus said, if my word about you, and you can ask what you will and you shall have it. So I did not doubt. Okay. I stepped out on faith. Faith and, and I just believe what Jesus, what this Bible said in my prayer. But I did everything what Pastor Cornwall and, and Crufflo Dollar had taught me. And I was just keep doing it. I'm telling you, listen, the week later, the teacher who called me for the parents' conference, she said, I don't know what you did, but your son is acing all my math classes. My son graduated uh, uh, college. He he's like uh everything I asked God for. He ex he was on honors, he was in uh like one of high grade schools. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't. The math he was doing I, it was impossible like, but he's he excelled every uh uh curriculum to the point they they not only him i did my daughter the same way because they want to do my daughter like that all the graduate in honors okay they were never in special classes so scriptures work i'll tell you Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're you gonna go. get testimonies. I would just listen, I I I gave you my personal test book. it worked, man. I, I don't care what nobody say. That's why I say it, you know, it, it's the reason why God I God always bottled my tears because every, every time I talk about my past, I'm just letting you know in this walk, when God brings you up, just keep your head low. Keep low when God continue to use you. Keep a humble style. And I'm just wondering this about your adversary. The devil going to use people. Uh, and just know your adversary is never flesh and blood. It's never flesh and blood. Never, uh, don't look at them. It's just spirits use these people because, like, for example, uh, uh, they're going to resonate. I'm just letting you know how the enemy works. But you got how to know how these traps are the enemy. Do not fall in his traps for nothing. Okay? Like, for example, if the Holy Spirit uses the brain deliverance in somebody's life, just know that uh, the enemy is going to come at you. It's called a backlash. That's why I was trying to tell with you. Like like the, what I was doing here. I, I I start getting backlashes. Okay? So you got to say I find a spirit of backlash. So I, so I had to pull out some spiritual uh, warfare prayers and start finding backlashes. You know what I'm saying? And that's what would take place. I'm just letting you know, don't get disturbed.
11: Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the, the, the hardest things that's been for me to, to, to understand, um, because it, it all comes from a source of compassion, a source of compassion with, with my fellow man and woman that, that does not know Christ, that, that is either wrestling with the idea of Christ. Because I'm, I'm surprised at how many people will say, you know, I know you believe, but uh, what has changed? Like, where did you go from, you know, being kind of burnt out or kind of uh, battling, uh, whether it be uh, battling uh, addiction, battling depression, battling just, you know, not understanding the the spiritual warfare. You know, it really wasn't until um, here recently, uh, having two years of going hot and then cold for Christ, for lack of a better term. Like I believe I, I I do believe I love Christ and I know that he's very real, but I also have some and have had some very real battles with addictions to to drugs to substances to to uh, adulterous behavior to idolatry, you know things that we shouldn't have in our life, but the fact that I was being convicted of it knew that there was a justification process that Christ was putting me through because he did not want that in my life. And there was a constant turmoil because I could not figure out why I was feeling the way I was feeling and why I was battling the same battles. Like I could go sober for 12 months, but then go on like another almost 12 to 16 month battle with the same uh, addiction, whether it be prescribed, medication for depression or whether it be self-sought medication you know it could be cigarettes it could be alcohol it could be things that the world look at and say well you know you're just drinking a little bit well no i'm drinking a little bit because i'm sad because i want to feel love i want to feel joy you know and it's not that i was finding the joy that i needed that i now feel so overwhelming with with the love and the scripture you know i went being sick and just kind of putting it off and being lazy and not uh, having Bible study with my niece Uh, I went doing that for like six days and I just kept kind of putting it off and then we had Bible study for the first time in six days yesterday and it was just like I opened a it was like I was out in the yard all day long sweating pouring hot exhausted and I wasn't you know I didn't want to do anything yesterday but when I opened that Bible and we started to have Bible study, it was like I just got the biggest cup of refreshment, and I was like, girl, I don't care what you want to talk, because we usually talk about how was your day, and I said, baby, I can't, I can't contain myself, I've got to get right into the word, like just opening the Bible was like getting a fresh cup of water poured on me, and I was like, we got to go, we got to go right now, we got to get right into the word, we can talk about how your day was later, but we got to get right into it right now. And in doing so, I started to realize that there is a lot of, like James taught me when we were going to Atlanta and I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principles and and, and the spiritual realm. We are in a spiritual fight. And man, once you realize that, your eyes are open. And so I still struggle with some things. Mainly for me, it's it's like, I don't know if it's just being a lonely bachelor. I mean, I've been divorced and then being a bachelor and just having that one long-term sin of just sexual immorality, just lust, lust of the eyes to see a beautiful woman and want to, to have sex with her. And then that just goes into a downward spiral. And it just really wrecks my soul, man. And I don't know how to overcome it. And like recently, it took me getting so mad at smoking cigarettes that I literally spit on them and threw them in the trash. And little did I know that he was gonna deliver me from within like a week or two. And I'm so grateful to Jesus for delivering me from that, that that just terrible, terrible addiction that I've had for since I was in my 20s and I'm in my 40s now. So that's 20 years of an addiction Really, tobacco. Period. I've been addicted to since I was in junior high, so I was a teenager. So it's been more like thirty years, and you know, it's just certain stuff like that. It just, it, just so powerful the love that he has for us and, and the compassion that he has for us. And but there's still some things that I just feel so terrible about, and I and I know it, it's not something I need to beat myself up about, but I gotta be on guard about, and I need. I need prayer. I need help. I need guidance. I need some strength. I mean, ultimately there is a lot of accountability on my part to resist the temptation. Because I know that no matter where we're at, He will give us a way out. And he will give us scriptures. And he will give us ways to, to be delivered from that sin at the moment. You know, and then Ultimately, it will be so far removed from us. Like right now with cigarettes, it's so far removed from that i don't have that strong urge like i had when i first started the journey yeah so
0: what's weird for me now travis is because you know turning away from an addiction like i did um when i see people smoking now it's it's so foreign to me i'm like whoa like people still smoke you know like (laughs) (laughs) it seems like what what like what are you doing? Don't you know that, like, you're, you're smoking? like,
11: you're that <laughs> And for. it's hard because you don't want to be a hypocrite because these yeah. people know that you smoke. Because I have a best friend, and I'll talk to him about it, and he's like, really? You did that? That quick? Like, I literally went to Kentucky. I left him my car. I had two cars, and I left him one of my cars just to be kind and loving to him and just to show him because – Um, I had a best friend that I totally, I didn't shun, but it felt like I shunned because he was really doing a lot of the stuff that I didn't want to do anymore. I didn't want to be around cocaine. I didn't want to be around marijuana. I didn't want to be around women that only wanted to have sex, you know, because I knew my weaknesses and I didn't want to be in those those worlds. And so in, in removing myself from that situation, I was doing something good for myself, but I also wasn't I, and and I've I'm, I'm gotten past the regret of it, but I felt like I could have done maybe some things better. Like, the night that he died, he called me and wanted to hang out. And I could tell he was at a party. And I was like, man, he's probably smoking crack. Uh, you know, he's probably doing meth. He's probably doing something that I don't want to be around. So I chose not to be around him. Well, I got to call the next morning that he was dead. Well, it took me like 20 years to finally come to grips that, like, I'm not God. I'm not Jesus. It's not my job to stop him from doing drugs. And even if I was to pick Jesus's mind and God's mind and say, "Well, why did he do that? Because is there anything I could have done to stop that?" And he's like, "I'm never going to speak over another
9: human being's will. I gave it. It would have been you with him if you had gone." Yeah, I never thought of that.
11: I could have been even more down the rabbit hole. Like, I could have been. Mm -hmm. Because he he jumped, he got arrested, and he jumped the cuffs, and he drove the car, and was driving at the cop, and the cop shot and killed him. And so, ultimately, what I've come to in the last, you know, month or so was it was his responsibility. It was his responsibility. Hey, Travis, did this happen back in uh,
0: 2013,
11: 2014? Yeah. I remember that dude he was my best friend man and it, it really hurt because there were people because I mean like he was a, he would do crackhead stuff he would rob people and things like that and so people that knew him in that world were like, yeah I'm not gonna miss him not knowing that he was my brother like I grew up from the time I was an infant until the time he died like he was my brother i did, I did not look at him as a crackhead I yeah. looked at him as as, as BG, that was his name, Baby Glenn, and Glenn was uh, a lot of things to a lot of people, but to me, he was my brother, whom I dearly loved, and he did a lot of made a lot of bad choices from a lot of heartache in his life. and And the one thing that I can take away from it was God pulled me so close to him that I was able to tell him about Jesus. I was able to tell him about the love of God, and I was able to issue an invitation to his presence, that he was real. And, and and so, but here recently, you know, it, it was like, I, I've been given the gift of wisdom to say it was his choice. It was his choice to get high that night, if he was high. It was his choice to repeatedly go back to the spot where the cops told him not to come back to because he was harassing his, his estranged wife. It was his choice. To jump the cuffs, it was his choice to get behind the wheel. It was his choice to drive the car at the, 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 the attending officer. It was his choice to make those choices. Yeah. Never one did you do that. Not your fault.
0: Well, hey man, that's uh, that's a heck of a way to close tonight's show. But <laughs> it is right no, at twelve o'clock.
9: What's that? Let's, Eric? let's not leave it there. So I wanted to read read one okay. passage. So you okay. were you were saying how sometimes you're still fighting against and dealing with some temptations i want to encourage you and and tell you right now that you you don't have to keep fighting those things because as you lean into the holy spirit he's going to empower you to defeat them and completely blow those away now i've heard this taught and this is very true that you're you're never going to be delivered from something or or stop being tempted by something that doesn't disgust you you described your experience with smoking where you, you just you, you, you started hating it, you spat on it, and you, you just, it totally disgusted you, and then you found deliverance from it. It has to be that same way with the sexual morality and any of the other temptations that, that may mm-hmm. still come against you. Now, I wanted to read this passage in Colossians. This is Colossians 3, just starting at verse 1. It says, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on things on the earth, for you died. And remember this, the Bible says that we died with Christ in baptism. We're resurrected out of the water with him. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. And then right here, verse 5. Therefore put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication or sexual immorality, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. Read that right there. Verse 7, in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. We don't walk there anymore. We're no longer bound to those those things of sin, those things of the world. If we lean into the Spirit, He empowers us to no longer be slaves to those things. The Bible says that when we were unsaved, we were slaves to sin. But now we're no longer slaves to sin, but we can be bondservants to to righteousness of Christ. And then to verse eight, this is just um open my thing. This is still Colossians chapter three, now to verse eight. But now you yourselves are to put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds remember in salvation the old man is dead he dies in that water and then we are alive with Christ so we have put off the old man with his deeds all of the old man's deeds went with him so anything that we used to do we have to tell ourselves you know that that's what the old man did that is dead now that's dead to me I no longer do that thing you don't you don't say to yourself oh I'm a smoker but I've been trying to quit oh or I struggle with sexual morality you know I've been, I've been trying to quit you say, I don't struggle with that anymore. I'm not a smoker. You know, I, I, I don't do sexual immoral things. You know, I'm, I'm pure. I'm sexually pure. You know, I'm pure before God. I have the righteousness of Christ. And then to verse 10, and have put on the new man. So we're putting on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him, capital H, who created him. It's talking about Christ. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew circumcised nor uncircum- uncircumcised, so that's, there, there's no difference between a Jew or a Greek in, in Christ, barbarian, Scythian, slave nor free, but Christ is all in all. So that, that's just to encourage you that being in Christ, you, you can put to death the old man and all of the struggles that he used to face. Now it, it doesn't happen automatically. You have to actually re- speak those scriptures and read those scriptures over yourself. Because if you don't have that revelation that that, that applies to you, that you don't no longer have to struggle with those old sins, you're still going to struggle with those things because that, that revelation hasn't become real to you. But once that becomes real to you, you, c- you can experience freedom from any of those old sins that you used to struggle with.
11: Yeah, I appreciate that, Eric, because that's actually one I'm going to sit and write and write and write and write it down until it's etched in my heart to where I can just repeat it on the oh. fly. Yes
6: yeah the testimony uh, what I, I used to struggle with and I used to fast on this particular verse and bro I got so delivered and which made me who I am today um I was I, I was lukewarm in my walk and I got tired of it and so I said Lord you know so I, I was fasting on Isaiah 58 right Isaiah 58 I did a three-day fast. Okay, because scripture always said, like Jesus taught his disciples, he said these kinds come out through fasting and praying. So to Travis, when you afflict your soul with a fast, like the Pastor James sharing, I'm sharing now. I'm sharing as a testimony, bro. When I did a three-day fast on Isaiah fifty-eight, when I got to uh, verse five and six, right, and I I prayed a King James version. I love King James version. I've been praying King James versions for over twenty years. I prayed King James. But I'm going to share the scripture with you that I fast on. It said, uh, it, it, in verse 5 of Isaiah chapter 58, it said, Is it, it is such a, a fast that I have chosen a day uh, for a man to afflict his soul? Okay. Is it, not, is it to bow down the, the heads uh, of, of the bullish and to spread the, the sackcloth of ashes under him? Okay. Uh, will thou call this a fast? Okay. Okay. And uh, an acceptable day of the Lord. All right. Now, when I got to verse six, six and seven. When I got to verse six, he said it's not the fast. Uh, he said it's not the fast that uh, that I have chosen to lose the bands of wickedness. When I when I got to verse six, I said I, I renounce the spirit of what that was uh, causing me to fall short. That was causing me to be lukewarm. And mind you, this was my prayer and supplication to Jesus Christ, to, all right, to the Father. You know, so I'm telling God. I said, Lord, I want to be loose from this, 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 this flesh. Okay, to subdue it and renounce it. And the Holy Spirit said, renounce it. And I start renouncing all those struggles the flesh had me in, of of lust. All right, with women, homong and bad. I was homong and bad new one okay bro soon as i finished my uh, my third day fast right praying the same verse in my three-day fast is just like pastor james said he's gonna keep writing until it registered to his spirit bro i did it with a fast bro i felt and when the holy spirit say renounce that spirit bro that spirit no more come at me to 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 do homonging or jesting or anything to do with these spirits i I, bro, I i i felt something like something lift off me like a like a bird it just I, I literally felt like physically something lift off me okay and i won't be austere right now because that spirit probably would have been heavy well, i probably wouldn't be here today okay but uh because god uh jesus called you home when you keep lukewarm when you stay lukewarm because you supposed to be the light of the world and you're not representing uh, as an ambassador of Christ. So I just wanted to share that with you, Travis. Uh, when when you do the fast, uh, Isaiah 58, verse five and six, will be an excellent uh, source of a form of prayer of, 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 of affliction of your soul and asking God to deliver. Because every time when I say loose the bands of wickedness, right? I tell I tell I tell I describe my wickedness, and I said to undo heavy burden. And I describe my heavy burden that caused me to fall short, and to and okay, and to end up and to let the oppressed go free that was bringing condemnation, okay, and uh, and that that the yoke that that ye break every yoke where the anointing destroy the yokes of the devil that was causing me to be lukewarm, so my salt was being trodden over, and they're like, oh, you can't minister to me. Who you who? How you gonna try to minister to me? You know what I'm saying, like that. Yeah. So this was, this was happening to me, you know. So God, that's what made me went on the fast, you know, because people saw my, you know, my salt was getting trampled on. So you know, and I said, you know, I need to get it right, you know. And the Holy Spirit was convicting me. You need to go on a fast. You need to repent. So I got it right, and I fast on these two verses. And I thank you, I thank God for the body of Christ, which is the Bible itself. And I thank Jesus for using His Scripture to get me right. Okay, Amen. I just want to share that with you, Travis. I appreciate that, bro. It always hurts. Well, I'm
0: glad that we could get it wrapped around to this point that where we're at now because that is a much better ending note than than where we were. Uh, Eric, I, I greatly appreciate you for interjecting then. And, uh, man, I wish I had uh, more hours in the day that we could just sit and let this thing go long form all the way through. But, uh, Brother King, uh, what's your real name, brother?
6: Oh, I read it on the school. I just keep it at the avatar okay. I love stereo I've been on here about I've been I think thank God for everything he uses through the Holy Spirit I'm not here about me I'm here about Jesus okay. Christ gotcha alright
0: brother well uh, I would love it if you was to pray us out tonight
6: oh yeah <clears throat> father in the name of Jesus father we just thank you for this gathering we thank you for everything you have done, bestowed upon us in the blood of Jesus Christ Father, we just we pray first of, of, of Psalms 91. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In your holy Son, Jesus Christ, we just give you praise. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. Hallelujah. And Father, we just we, we invite you, continue to, 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 to dwell in us. We continue to, to abide under the shadows of your wings, Father. And we continue to cover Pastor James, cover Travis, cover Eric and his family, his wife, his children. Father, cover them in the blood of Jesus. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snares of the fathers and all the listeners. Father, deliver them from every snare of the father of the devil and the principalities and powers and rulers in the world. Spirit, we can have places. We plead the blood of Jesus right now over them. We cover them in the blood right now in this prayer supplication as we watch us, word of praise. Surely she shall deliver thee from the stands of the fathers and from the noose of pestilence. Hallelujah. We declare in the creed. Hallelujah. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall I trust. His. Hallelujah. His truth shall be thy shield in buckling. Father, your word of your holy son, Jesus Christ, is our shield in buckling. We thank you. We thank you for the word. We thank you for the blood. We thank you for the, Darren Turner, high priest hallelujah thou shall not be afraid for the terrors by night nor for the arrows that flies by day nor for the peasants that walk in the darkness nor for the destruction that waits at noonday. a thousand we i declare decree a thousand shall fall at thy side pastor james a thousand shall fall at thy side brother eric a thousand shall fall at thy side brother uh travis a thousand shall fall at, uh, at that side all the listeners we declare in the in the creed. thank you, Lord Jesus, to for dispatching every angels to allow every every traps of the enemy. We cancel every assignment in the blood of Jesus Christ. In the blood of Jesus Christ, a thousand father's side and ten thousand at that right hand, but it shall not come thy need, Pastor. It shall not come thy need, Travis. It shall not come thy need, Air, and your wife and your kids. We cover you in the blood in this prayer right now as we pray for one another. You said, Father, pray yes. for one another. Only with thy eyes shall I see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is our refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee; neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dance thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon lions and antlers, and young lions and dragons shall I tremble on the feet, because thou has made, hallelujah, because because he has set his love upon me. Therefore, I will deliver him and, and set him on high, because he had known my name. Hallelujah, we, we we, thank you. And he shall call upon me, and I shall answer him. I will be him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life will I satisfy him and show him our salvation. And we thank you for showing us, Jesus. Christ that we are here on this platform working in the vineyard we give all these praise we get all the honor in your holy son Jesus Christ name in the blood we pray we thank you so be it so be it so be it amen
0: yeah, yes amen. amen 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 brothers I love you we got one more message here we'll rock it out this is Queen of Hope uh, and I, I love you and hope to have you on here next week uh, same, same time 8.30pm Eastern Standard Time the Watchman on Saturday night uh, let's see what Queen of Hope's got to say here.
7: Praise the Lord. I was trying to come in, but I see that. Uh-oh.
9: Yeah, I saw that Queen <laughs> of Hope was requesting to join as a speaker. So we're, we're out of time this week, but let's, let's catch you next week. We'll be on at 8.30 Eastern time. Hop on, and we would love to have you on.
0: Yes, Queen of Hope, I'm going to play that next message you got. But, yeah, next next Saturday night, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we do it every week, and we'd love to have you on and uh, and hear some testimony, hear some some word from you.
7: Hello, hello, and hi everyone. I was trying to come in, but I guess I don't know how to work this. I I, <laughs> I, I thought I was pushing the right buttons or whatever. I don't know how to do it. Um, praise the Lord! I was I had the other pastor was come doing some. Uh, Research and I had bumped into the other pastor, Amen. So I just came in and was just here. I like what I saw. The watchman on the door, praise God. So yeah, I was trying to come in, but I see it's not. It's not. uh, It's just on the standstill. I don't know how to work this. I'm still trying to learn. (laughs) All right. All right. Um, Hey everybody. God bless you. God bless
0: you.
2: Thank you. All
7: right, y'all. I'm just
0: sitting back. All right. Well, we'll get you in next week, Queen. I, I love you all, and I thank you all for tuning in. I thank all the listeners who will tune in later. Uh, I bless each and every one of you and your walk and, and your words. And like I said earlier, let's stand as the light yeah. on, or as the the city on the hill, and just let's let's push this front line back against the enemy. Amen. Balls in our court. And God's already taken the victory, so all we got to do is stand boldly. That's it. To stand boldly. All I love, love you, God.
6: brother. Yes, love I love you guys. Uh, y'all be blessed. Yeah, courage. So
0: we'll see you Thank next you. week. King. All right, God's Bye. will. Okay, bro. Amen.
6: Grace
4: Bush. and peace.